Hello, Legionnaires, and welcome to episode 166 of RPG Digest. Yes, it is the final RPG Digest episode of 2023. I am John Maxley-Oshlow, your favorite curmudgeon, critic, and judge. Along with me today are the lesser-known fifth and sixth Ninja Turtles, Lorenzo and Giovanni. How are you guys doing today? <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> I actually I'm had to look up uh, mid Middle Ages. <laughs> I looked up Renaissance artists just to get two more names. So there, there was actual work that went into that. <laughs> wow, that's couldn't even tell. <laughs> uh, so how you guys feel making it to a million? Are you rolling? You say two million? No. Well, you know, again, I've got pressure on me because after what I said to gaming with ADHD yesterday, people were like, well, if you don't make them 2 million, then you're a failure. I'm like, yeah, I will be. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah. Luckily, uh, you know, the timing was good, better for you. It already happened. <laughs> I was, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. It's really cool to see. It's very exciting. Um, I mean, yeah, thrilled or super thrilled and, and the intangibles, I mean, just numbers like that, uh, the coverage, the publicity, I and mean, people ask, why do you do a Kickstarter? This is why, you know, uh, we're, we're yeah. being, you know, featured in Forbes and, and Screen Rant and comicbook.com and um, some other MSNBC and, you know, so a lot of cool places. And, and that's that's really big for Palladium. Yeah. As Kevin's mentioned before, there's some people who think that Palladium has been gone. Right. And or hasn't been around, you know, and um, we're not back. We're, we're still here, but yeah. but we're we are never left. Yeah, but we are back better than ever. Right. So and this Absolutely. is. This is the and uh, thanks to you guys. Thanks to thanks, you guys. Yeah, thank you exactly. to everyone who supported this or plans to support this. Well, and and, and we to people who've on our team too. I mean, uh, Kevin Eastman, Peter Laird, Sophie Campbell, um, Christopher Landauer, who's been invaluable helping us to, uh, you know, shepherd this this Kickstarter um, and 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 the the ad campaign and 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 all marketing and stuff that all goes behind it. He's put in a lot of very valuable work. So. Big shout out to Chris Landauer for that as well. Um, and everyone who's boosted the signal from our friends at uh, Pinnacle Entertainment to um, my buddy uh, at Star Anvil Studios, uh, Brandon Verhalen. Um, and, and and there's I could keep going for a while. Yeah, there's a, there's lot a bazillion of, names. A lot of our good friends, uh, yeah. my buddy John. I, I personally was really happy. I don't know the guy at all, but I was really happy to see that you got you hit a really big channel with Nerdrotic. So that oh no, that was awesome to go on his podcast and then like the Ninja Turtles Power Hour mm -hmm. a lot of the Ninja Turtles podcasts these guys haven't even played an RPG before so we're kind of excited about that too see see if we can drag them in you know because but, and yes the thing is when we I originally did the game it appealed to comic book fans as much as gamers that's why you keep hearing from people who say oh my first RPG was TMNT because it walked into a comic book shop saw a book that was filled with Eastman and Laird art and said, what the hell is this? And they bought it and they went home and read it. And half of them went, wow, I'm going to try this as, as a game and, yeah. and, and loved it. And we were in comic book shops for, you know, almost two decades because of that. So. All right. Well, before we jump into the, the meet and really show off the Kickstarter again, have some questions about the Kickstarter. Uh, let me go through the stuff I have to do. My branding. That's the word I should use for this from now on. So uh, where's my thank? Uh oh, did I delete my thank you slide? <laughs> nope, no thank you for anybody. <laughs> really? I did. I deleted my thank you slide. Oh, nope, there it is. I changed it. 
Whew. All right. Well, I want to thank all of the wonderful people out there who support us monetarily. Crafty, I'll get your comment in a moment here. Your gracious donations help provide giveaways like the two we're going to have today. Thank you, Flady. I see you over there in Rumble. Produce more content and generally give back to Legion Myth community as a whole. We are just, just a smidgen away from 5,000 YouTube subscribers, and we are thankful for each and every one of you. And, of course, as many of you know by now, I'm at 5,000 subscribers. I have a fairly big here, have Max's crap giveaway, uh, as well as some gift cards for our international viewers. It's 20 giveaways right now, and it might might bump up to 25. My entire unboxing desk, you can't see me moving my arms, but I'm doing it anyway, is full of the gaming books that I'm going to be giving away. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's going to be epic. Used, but epic. And, uh, yeah, check the description below for the links to various Legionist sites, social media, Discord, merch, etc. And I'm going to play, for the first time ever, our new 2024 video that uh, won't be played until 2024 after this for all the other stuff. We welcome all people, regardless of background, belief, or identity, to play tabletop role-playing games. Let's engage our imaginations, pull a veil over reality, and immerse ourselves in fantastic worlds. Don't be a disruption at the table and always remember, it's just a game. The charity we support is the Wounded Warrior Project, a national, nonpartisan organization whose mission is to honor and empower wounded warriors. Please refer to the description below for the link to where you can make your hopefully tax-deductible donation. Join us Thursday and Saturday evenings on twitch.tv slash legionofmyth to watch Heathen Dog and his team of dirty casuals play multiplayer games for your mockery and enjoyment. Here on our YouTube channel, you can watch these game-related segments live every Sunday at 1 p.m. Central Time, or check out the Friday Night Stream, where our panel of guests opine, comment, and editorialize on the TTRPG hobby as a whole. Please leave us a comment with your thoughts and experiences. If you enjoy our gaming content, please be sure to subscribe to Legion of Myth. All right. Notice it no longer says subscribe or whatever it was doing in the background there with how it edited my audio. So, yeah, that, that annoyed me for months with that old video. So there you go. That's a sneak peek into 2024. Of course, we still have our favorite subscribe button. All right. So let me get this Kickstarter up and let's bass. Let's Scrooge McDuck our way into a million dollars here. Uh, if I can. There it is. Share the screen again. Go away. Full screen. It's almost like I'm not prepared here. And... Boom. There we go. Look at that. Look at that. I'm jealous. You can make that check available to available to Legion of Myth LLC. At <laughs> <laughs> oh, I learned yesterday which one of you two is my actual friend. Thank you. <laughs> what? Uh, I, you know, my wife is going to divorce me over this Kickstarter. And Kevin's like, yeah, I'll show up. You just have to fun my way. Sean's like, that's you, buddy. <laughs> I just don't get between men and their wives. That's all. Fair. Lesson I learned a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, that's something we can do for the Kickstarter. If you need a letter from me explaining to your wife why you needed to send spend all this money on these wonderful products, I'm happy to do so. There we well. Hopefully the unboxing video does well enough to justify that. Well, there's new. I don't care about the comments. Why am I on the comments page? Campaign. There we go. All right. So once again, uh, and and to be fair, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but Sean can yell at me later. I've seen a little bit of the background of this, and guys, yeah. it looks 
fantastic. Yeah, um, actually, we could show it off here on the show if you want to later. Oh, if it, if, you know, yeah, absolutely. In fact, right now would be a great time because right now we're, uh, I, I would like to focus on the Kickstarter now. So if there's anything new to, uh, to talk about or to add, I uh, just want to show folks what the... Yeah, um, so we've got an update that you know it's the weekend and it's a I mean it's a long holiday weekend, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so um, our liaison at uh, Nickelodeon has been kind enough to be getting back to us every, you know, bit, you know, and and um, and you know that's above and beyond the Call of Duty, right? So so that's about to be revealed. Yeah, we're about we have an update going out that well, it's not the final painting, but it's it's Kevin Eastman's. Um, uh, color sketch for the painting. Um, I joked the, last week that I think it'd be funny if this was just the cover. <laughs> Here's how you right. go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but oh, and cool thing on this, um, <laughs> we have a photo, but it's like you know, when you just take a photo of something, it's kind of like a little off kilter. Uh, we have a photo of uh, from Peter Laird, he finished oh, yeah, inking the, the yeah. second cover because for the two um foil covers. Kevin Eastman yeah. uh, did the pencils and Peter Laird did the inks. So it's a really cool to be, have them collaborating again uh, together for this. And um, so we, you know, but we're wait, awaiting the final scan and then I can create the mock-ups that'll look just like with the Titan robotics uh, foil cover. <laughs> I mean, it looked virtually like what you're going to receive when the book is done printing. Right. So um, we'll, hopefully we'll be able to update that in the next couple of days. Um, but, uh, yeah, you look but, but there is an update with that coming and also a bunch of the interior page spreads that have yeah. been approved um, to show off. So. Excellent. Excellent. I've been reading the comments. I think people are getting a little little antsy towards the end of this. Like, we need to see something. We need to see something. So that would be sure. awesome. To out sure. there. Uh, and you also said that you uh, added a whole ton of people to the creator uh, tribute list. And yes, I, I don't know if we updated it in the Kickstarter page yet, but no, we it was, did it. Well, at least I saw it on the weekly updates uh, from your website. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 so again, when we do some uh, an update to that's just like an update, right? An official update, or if we update the the cortex of the campaign page, that all has to go through approvals. So you know, some of this stuff it's it's been everybody's been out for the for the holidays. So um, just appreciate everyone's patience on that but uh yeah you can go check that out it's it's a if you go to the the most recent update it's a really great list of of names and we have um and that update also included all these new milestones uh these new uh these new stretch goals that we announced plus the stretch goal that we basically gave away because we we announced it and then i don't know minutes before minutes after crossed the nine hundred thousand dollar line so um which is the the new card deck uh, 52 card uh, deck, poker deck, yeah. poker deck uh, with, and it's illustrated. It's with illustrations from the RPG. So, um, I love those covers. Yeah. yeah, and and I like how each set of covers has a different kind of feel to it. Like to me, this is the gritty one, and I go for gritty, so that's mine. <laughs> but Jeremy Colwell is so talented, yeah. you know. Um, he came out. I mean, it's so interesting because it's the same line art, right? Um, by Freddie Williams for both of those covers. But and I, Mike Majestic did a bang up job that is a, a, an awesome homage to the original RPG cover. Um, mm -hmm. But then Jeremy Colwell just doing his thing came came in with something just brooding and and yeah. and, and strong and visceral. Um, and then yeah, uh, you can see a preview here of 
the uh just the a tribute, few a few four of the tribute yeah. uh, four who of did the, this who did this third one <laughs> that's Freddie williams Charlie williams and jeremy colwell's inks and colors i, I think i made a comment colors. to you guys saying this is my new best friend i love this one i, I there's something about it i absolutely love it yeah so from left to right that's um uh stephen cummings okay yep. um and these are going to be all be colored yeah but mm -hmm. this is we're showing off stuff in progress yeah so we've got stephen cummings then we've got uh, david peterson who yep. does mouse guard oh um, that looks very mouse guardy okay yeah 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 and you, the full thing is really cool oh my um, gosh because yeah. these are just a sliver right and then um there's a freddie williams tribute with colors by jeremy colwell and then on the right is vincenzo federici yeah yeah okay uh I think I said that right. Um, <laughs> got the dice. And then uh, how, how big is this dice tray? Do you know? Uh, about yay big, if I remember correctly. So we, we, we used them at uh, Gen Con. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, it's like their standard, whatever fan roll standard dice tray is. Okay. Yeah. Not right. Because somebody asked me the question. 10 by 10, 12 by 12. You'd have to, you can look on the fan roll website to see. I, I, I didn't even think about listening. Same thing as the tower. It's like. It's their standard like tower. Eight or. 10, 10 six to eight okay somebody small. sent me a message saying that they look small and that i should ask you i'm like i don't think so but okay i'll ask no they're 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 we, we've seen them we've seen people use them i mean they're they're real good they feel great so could have sworn um, i anything, saw names the, in here the rolling the rolling mat looks really big in that image just because it's so wide but yeah it's it, it's you know it's a mat like i think about this big around okay i'm not finding the names anymore i just got to the bottom either Oh. I know. I know they were listed. It was a long list of names. Well, if you go into oh, the, yeah, if you yeah, go yeah. into the Kickstarter and you go to the update number four, you can see it. Okay. Update number four. Four or five. I think it's four. It Maybe five. I don't know anymore. Four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nope. That not that oh, one. The last one was. Oop. There we go. Milestones. There we go. I knew I saw the the list of names somewhere. Look at this crazy list of names, folks. Oh, we're, we're, we're right now we well, see I'm not we're still looking at the weekly update, not there, there we go. go. My fault. I forgot to move it over. Yeah, Again, it's not right. like I'm a professional here. <laughs> there we go. But look at all these names on here. Now, I, I told them before the, the stream, and some of the people who follow my channel already know this story, but I have uh, uh, Larry Elmore. First of all, my favorite second edition AD&D artist. Don't get me wrong. I love Parkinson. I love Caldwell. Easley was great as well. I, I love those core four artists uh, for because AD&D second edition was, was my core game for many years. But Larry Elmore's always stood out to me partially because of Dragonlance. Well, I met him at Gen Con in 2004, and I bought this painting that you see behind me. Well, when I moved to Germany in 2010, the movers wrapped it in felt. It's an oil painting where the, the glossy sealant over it was put on too heavy. And if I were to put this up to the camera, you will see felt stains across that entire painting. And I was angry just because that's a numbered signed copy. Yeah. So I was angry. Well, I saw Larry Elmore at Gen Con in 2011 and I told him about it and he told me, yeah, it was, it was a bad, uh, the, the per people who did the, the, the sealant on it did too much. Yeah. It's a known issue. He said he'd hook me up and give him another, uh, give me another one. I was like, dude, that is amazing. Uh, how much do I owe you? He said, just, I'll send you another one. Well, it never happened. And I'm just not the type of person to beat down somebody's door to be like, where's my painting? Where's my painting? Where's my painting? Yeah. Well, I went back to Gen Con in 2015 
And I talked to him. I said, hey, you know, I don't, I don't want to be a jerk. I'm just asking because uh, uh, I really love that painting. And he said, look, you need to beat down my door. You need to keep telling me over and over again. He's like, I really want to get this to you. And he did. I don't I have him still in the in the role, but uh, he gave me three paintings to replace that one. All of them are awesome. So Larry Elmore is absolutely a stand up guy. Thank you, Larry. You're one of the best. So. Well, I have it on two people's good authority now. Is <laughs> <laughs> Kevin really likes him? <laughs> yeah. No, Larry is the best. He's a sweetheart and, uh, you know, great artist. Who's this guy? I don't know. Shim Shmo. That's why I did it kind of slip in. So, and the list continues to grow. And, and the funny thing, I, I know you guys hate the idea of like, oh my God, we might forget somebody, but that list is incredibly long. Have you had to tell somebody sorry, but we're kind of full up right now? Not yet. That's excellent. In fact, I've got like, <laughs> like, like six or seven folks I need to reach out to who have expressed interest. And I just, I've been so busy. Hopefully they, they don't feel dissed because... I need to reach out and say, hey, of course we want you to do art, please. Yeah, um, one of those is Mike Bro. So, you know, um, you mean Wayne, Bro? Wayne Bro. Sorry, I had a professor. <coughs> but Wayne Bro. Um, so, uh, yeah, because I, I reached out to him and I was like, I didn't. I, but I, at the time, we hadn't signed the contract yet. So I couldn't really tell him over text, especially what was going on. And we just kept missing each other, being like, oh, maybe on Wednesday. Oh, and then I forgot or I worked late or, you know what I mean? And, uh, so yeah, uh, Wayne Bro is one um, one of those guys that we uh, we definitely are going to be reaching out to shortly, and hopefully he has the time. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, there's a lot of really, and it's just cool to see everybody kind of coming out of the woodwork. Yeah. Well, didn't you say there was some, so much excitement out there that somebody like Sophie Campbell, she got uh, like she's kind of like inundated herself, like oh, I might not be able to finish all of this. Well, yeah, I mean the, with Sophie, I mean she was super excited, and we didn't know. For people that are not familiar with Sophie's work, she's um, currently writing and just about to finish up her run on the IDW TMNT comics. Yeah. Um, and um, she's, uh, we didn't know she's a huge Palladium fan. She discovered the Turtles through the RPG and she runs a weekly Heroes Unlimited game. Um, and I mean, she's just, she has an encyclopedic knowledge of, of like yeah. The, yeah. the mutant animals. And we were like, hey, so, you know, we were talking to our liaison, our Nickelodeon liaison. We we're like, "Hey, what do you think? We want to add some new mutant animals that haven't been in any of our games before." And he was like, well, "Why don't we rope in Sophie? She's super stoked about all this stuff." And we did, and she immediately responded. Yeah, Sean I mean, and I are going. What about this one? I don't know. We might have done that. And, and I, no, Sophie, I was double checking, you know, after the bomb like five to make minutes sure after we emailed. There was her, no. She knew like, off the top of her head. This, 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 and this, and we're like, "Whoa!" Like. That's pretty good. That's awesome. So it <laughs> just shows passion for the product. That that is amazing. Yes, and so well, and if you go read the comics, you know she has a bunch of like there's a a, a rock band called After the Bomb. Mm -hmm. Right, so there's all these different allusions to Palladium TMNT. Yeah. Um. So, but no, she's been super stoked. She insisted on doing a a variant cover. So, um, she did the variant cover. Uh, the really cool. Um, one with uh, I just love the expressions on all the turtles' faces in that part. Yeah. Um, but uh, for for the Trans Dimensional Adventures book, and uh, she loves Jim Lawson stuff, so she was really excited to do the color work on that. Um, unfortunately, she's like with all her other commitments, and she's doing besides the variant cover, she's also helping us with an introductory adventure that she's co-writing with Kevin, and um, she's doing two uh, tribute full page full color tribute pieces one for each book. 
So she was like, I don't wow. think, I don't know if I can, I can uh, actually ink all the stuff that Lawson did for transdimensional TMNT. Yeah. Yeah. So that we were, we, 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 we uh, got in touch with Luis Antonio Delgado. So, you know, he kind of knows what he's doing because yeah. he did the colors for Last Ronin. Yeah, <laughs> he's the guy, awesome. The guy's a color god. Right? He's, he's, he's really he makes just... it. It's weird. I, that's why I said, as I said, I was looking at his stuff and I'm like, what is it? And I said, you know what? He makes it look easy. He makes <laughs> really expert color work look easy. Uh, it's just, it's really fascinating to, to, to review his color work. But, um, but anyway, so yeah, I mean, like, like Sophie's one of the exact, a perfect example of one of the people that just, and and most of the artists have been like that because well, a so lot of them yeah. are so busy. Like Stephen Cummings, he was like, I have a break right now between doing Marvel Star Wars comics. Yeah. I can do a piece for you right now. <laughs> and he did. And you know, and, and that's well, and then Delgado jumped in to uh to also uh color the uh truck and turtles truck and turtles for us. And uh, just everyone's been amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, Mike Ruth is doing two uh, tribute pages, one for each book. So is Freddie Williams. Um, you know, these, these folks are just so excited, you know, and just be part of it. And, you know, so are we. And yeah. It, it, that's what I mean. This These books are going to be truly special and, and unique. I mean, all this art is brand new. Um, well, like like I've said multiple times, and I'm not saying this to brag, I'm saying this to show interest, is that I've backed this for two accounts. <laughs> uh, I, have, uh, I have dumped way more money into this than I should have. I, my wife is probably listening, so she's not going to hear the number. But let's just say <laughs> that I will be receiving multiples of every cover. So Because <laughs> oh. I, I definitely, uh, I definitely uh, agree with the whole collector side of it. And even without seeing this first one here from Sophie or seeing the, the ones from Eastman Laird, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Like, I, I'm, I'm going to want that. Someday I'll probably say, you know what? I only need... I'll never get rid of this one, this yeah. one. But until then, <laughs> these are all going to fill up. I'm making space down there just for... Well, they're going to be instant collector's items because they yeah. truly are Kickstarter exclusives. And that's the one thing is, is I know this is not my first rodeo. I've done a lot of, of Kickstarters. And I know that those exclusive stuff afterwards, people talk yeah. about it. And they wish they'd gotten in on yeah. it. They wish they'd heard about it. They wish they'd had the cash or whatever, right? And I'm just like... Put in a buck now, even if you have to wait till early next year, that's fine. But just get in or get tell in, your buddy yeah. that you know would, is interested in the turtles or you just know at one point was interested in the turtles. Because, you know, some people will be like, you know, they don't even know that their friends got out of gaming and then got back into gaming, right? So tell your old buddies and, and let people know because, I mean, it, it really is something special that when this when this Kickstarter ends in, in two days, it's locked. Well, and, and I am a comic book collector. <clears throat> you know, I have a huge collection. And uh, just as a comic book collector, you know, if, if, if I wasn't the guy publishing this stuff, I mean, this is all, I, I would be going nuts over this right now. And, and like you, I'd be buying at least two copies of everything because I'm a crazy collector. Uh, and I know it's going to be worth, you know, more money. And I know I'm going to want, you know, one of each for myself in my collection. Yeah. Uh, it just—I mean, it is. It's just going to be beautiful, and because of our background, because we're fans of this as much as as the backers, we know what people want, and we're trying to give—we're trying to create the most beautiful, sturdy, quality products 
that right. we know if we bought them, we would love and, and own for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, and, and one of the things I'll say is, is maybe some, I know that Palladium fans, when I first joined, you know, everybody's like, who's this Sean guy. Right. And, uh, and that's cool. And <laughs> you were too. Who is it? Um, yeah. who the hell? Um, wait, Kev, Kevin. where do you find this guy? Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> but, but the funny thing is, I mean, I, I, when I, I mean, I started when I worked in the, uh, with uh, Pinnacle on the Savage Rifts material. I mean, I was from the beginning working on full color um, books like this, right? So this isn't like my first rodeo on this level either, right? And Kevin has been excited and kind of like waiting to do this until the time was right for quite a while. So, you know, he's had a lot of, he was initially, he was, uh, it was his idea to go full color right with the reissue and so um you know as soon as he as, as i was like really and then he was like yeah and I, I was like oh that would be super cool it's obviously a lot more work um because um the remaster itself process is very time consuming um and then um getting the right colorists in line and top quality colorists um isn't isn't easy right um but uh, we've, we've gotten some great people on board and it's just kind of all shining through when you see uh the books and the and, and all the other add-ons and again you know people say well you know some of this is new for you or you know um you haven't been able to do xyz in the past and it's like well we're working with really top quality people and um and and you know personally i mean i'm i am new to the industry compared to kevin you know and i just joined palladium a couple of years ago I've been in the industry about five years now. Um, so, uh, but, but yeah, we're, we're working with top, top uh, professionals from everywhere from the miniature sculpting to fan roll with the dice and the dice bags and accessories um, to uh, the printers that we're working with. So, so it's, it's, it's really exciting stuff. Well, and as you're doing a scroll, those images, you you know, everyone is seeing, you know, that color work, that is what's going into the book. Those are all illustrations yeah, let me... from the book. <clears throat> Maybe right back. I'm going to email you something, Max, and we can all look at it together. It sounds good. Uh, so while he's doing that, if you don't mind, I would like to actually show the uh, the backer levels for people. So for anybody who's like on the fence still, again, Sean already said it. You can do one dollar. And I have this question. Actually, you know what I should do? This came in a long time ago. Uh, Crafty is now a member for 35 months. Thank you very much, Crafty. Uh, cannot watch live for reasons. But enjoy the interview and enjoy the show. Game on! Congrats, Sean and Kevin, on the Kickstarter success. It is great to see it. I agree with them completely, and thank you, Crafty, for being a member. And Malachi says, welcome back, Kevin and Sean. Thank you. And then uh, Full Metal Dragon had this question. I think we can answer that right now. Will this Kickstarter have a pledge manager so we can add more money to it later? Yes, absolutely. We'll be using Backerkit as our pledge manager, and you'll have... Uh... Uh, at least two months, uh, probably through the end of January, maybe into February, to make all of your selections and choices and add-ons and whatever you need to do. So, yes. I know I did this earlier, so I know it can be done. There we go. So, old school fan. What? Oh, this is from my... <laughs> this is not good. If my wife's watching, she's not going to see the big number. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, old school fan, black, white, 
and Red Core. That's what I backed, uh, you know, through the Legion of Myth account. And all of these, but basically, I already went to the backer kit or, or to the add-ons and just added one of each, every cover that I possibly could add on there. So it came out to a lot more than that. But if you want to start off there, there you go, black, white, and red. But let's, um, where's the first? Available rewards. Let's start at the beginning. There we go. Foot Soldier. Now, these are just PDFs, right? No, no, you're not doing PDFs. These are, uh, what? No, 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 there are no PDFs. Yeah, that's it's in fact that's going to be a question I ask you in a little bit because people keep asking me. Um, so this is just the the one core book, book. Right? just the core. Okay, the core book. That's right. And then the mutant nomad for sixty dollars. Now that's the core book, but it's a variant cover. It's, it's a variant Campbell. cover. That's that, and that would be so. That would be Kevin Eastman's variant cover. Oh, Kevin Eastman's. Okay. Yeah. Because his 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 variant cover is for the first book. Yeah. So pieces for, for the Trans D collection. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The Ninja Warrior Core. Now that's gonna be both books, correct? Right. Both okay. of the basic core books. Yep. Now is that basic cover? I say basic like it's like eh, the basic. No, but it's actually a really good cover. Is that gonna be the oh, one sorry. that that goes in perpetuity, or is that? Yeah, also yeah that's different? the one that that's the one that's gonna be available yeah. at your local gaming okay. shop. Now I will say, just so people know, this is a special price. So this is discounted from what you're gonna see on store shelves um, by a bit. So um, yep. this is besides besides getting in early, um, you're getting in at a great price um, that we couldn't do without the Kickstarter. And, and, you know, I've heard you guys say it, so I don't know if you have to repeat it, you probably roll your eyes if you do, but the, I've heard it from Free League. I've heard it from you. I've heard it from the indie creators that I know. And everybody's like, you don't understand in the last two to three years what book and paper prices are now. It's insane. We have done, uh, again, we've thought about it before, but we have bent over backwards and we are doing our very best to hold the line. Yeah. And, um, you know, there have been some small price increases, but we have not gone the way of, of, of a lot of our, uh, you know, the, the, the big gorillas in the, in the, in the gaming China shop, right? Um, like, uh, there's an industry article that just came out. Uh, Paizo is increasing. So these two books are, are 256 page full color hardcover, right? Paizo is increasing the price of their 256 page full color hardcovers to $70 starting wow. in 2024. Um, and I think yeah. that now I think that they're still going to keep the, core book price is a little lower but but i mean that's you know we're, we're all subject to the same market forces so we really are doing our best to hold that line for you guys and when i say i mean you know we're we're we're, we're subject to the same stressors same stressors right um and um you know the other thing that i think people don't understand is the number of books you print at once is huge on getting better prices yeah Per book, um, and therefore making that book more profitable, or even profitable to begin with, in some cases. And it's, it's not just paper. I mean, during the pandemic, paper prices went through the roof. I mean, every every quarter it would go up twenty percent, uh, um, and labor and some, prices and sometimes also. you know it'd go up another ten percent in between. And then the other problem has been shipping. Shipping costs have just gone sky high. Well, and just the cost of labor, the cost of doing yeah. business, right? Yeah. Energy costs. Everything's gone up. Nothing's gone down. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, it was, <laughs> Except it was, for our bank accounts, it's been right? Crazy times. 
Yeah, Sean got a, got an earful of that from the Canadian. <laughs> yeah, who eventually explained how it was his government that was taxing him. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, that's what I said, isn't it? It's not us doing it; it's your own government. I can't control the Canadian government taxing yeah, you, or, or, or what the shipping companies charge, which is you know r ridiculous. Yeah, that has been going up too, but I mean. Oh, there we go. Two items included, TMNT, Other Strangers, Redux Edition, and Transdimensional Adventures Redux Edition. And, of course, the add-ons. Let's scroll, yeah, down, to, scroll down to the next one, because we'll talk about the add-ons in just a moment. Yeah, sure. uh, Mut Mutanimal? Did I say that yeah. right? Warrior Variant Covers Core. So what is that one? Because that's one. So that would be Kevin Eastman's variant cover and Sophie Campbell's variant cover for the second book. Okay. Right. It's the first and second book, but with variant covers. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, let's, you know, it's, uh, I'm going to skip the retailer. Well, you know, we might have a retailer on here. Uh, these are just uh, kind of discounted books so that they can sell them at a decent value there, but they get multiple copies, like four, right? Yeah, uh, I believe uh, six. I six, okay. I think but, it's six. But, they yeah. have to, but they have to be a retailer and they have to prove it. You have it. to be yeah. a retailer, and that's, you know, we're not screwing around on that, you know, just to be clear and to be straight shooters. I mean, I'm not messing for you to save a few bucks I'm not lying to Paramount, so don't ask. And and to be fair, people keep asking. I'm like, I'm really? like, yeah, I have, pe really? I have people. People private message me on on Facebook. Do I really have to be retailer? Yes. <laughs> okay, now, I don't do a now, lot of Kickstarters. If, if, if you have a real shop, if you have a real place where you're selling books, that's all. That's all that's required. It's, you don't have to jump through any other crazy hoops. But we have to be able to verify you have a legitimate business that retails you know, books. Otherwise it would be illegal for us to give you, you yeah. know, uh, the, um, you know, the wholesale price, um, I buy contract and I'm not screwing around on that contract, man. <laughs> oh God, no. And, and this is not a new feature to Kickstarter. I've seen this with many things, comics that I've backed, oh, you know, uh, yeah, uh, other books. Say, and... You know, just so people also understand, I mean, and, and any, anyone who knows a, a friendly local game store owner or owns a friendly local game store, by the way, um, you know, this is something that we we really impressed upon um, our licensors. This is really important for us to be able to provide this, mm -hmm. right? So that's one of the great things here is that we have this and we have another one, a grand retailer level, mm -hmm. so that you can get in on the exclusive stuff. So you can get in early or you can get in on, on, on even on the exclusive stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, so we're, we are doing our best to, um, to, bring, to make sure that they aren't locked out or left out in the cold with kind of the hype that surrounds a Kickstarter. Cause I know that can be really exciting. And yeah, if you, if you think that people in your store like turtles and might be interested in getting stuff like, cause I, I think a lot of collectors are going to want to get this, whether they play the games or not. Yeah. Um, because oh, yeah. this is a lot of Eastman and Laird and, and beautiful art by the same colorists and artists that have worked on a lot of uh, their comics and other comics um, are all involved in this. This is, and then the tributes and stuff. I mean, this is coffee table, level stuff for a lot of people too so um i, I think that that's something that we we want to make sure we weren't going to leave anybody out on mm -hmm. that front so and 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 that took effort and that took negotiation so just hopefully people will understand that we mm -hmm. we do have your interests at heart and uh we are you know you know we're trying to be good uh publisher and be your for, for those who sent me messages saying that this is a scam and so forth i, I want to reiterate one more time I don't back a lot of Kickstarters, but I'd say at least 50% of the Kickstarters I have backed 
do the same thing. It is a known deal because they want to get it out to the retailers for as low as they can to exactly as Sean said, you know, expand the hype, expand the interest and, and let people know that it's out there. This is I, I have not only zero problem with this. I think this is an awesome way to do that. You know, add it right to the Kickstarter. So then we have the mutant mutagen mystic foil covers. Now we haven't seen these. Co- well, we kind of have, but we haven't fully seen yeah, these covers. Seen the full visualization of yeah. what they're going to look like yet. Correct. Um, so, and that's because we were planning on doing something a lot simpler. We did not expect Eastman and Laird to both be like, yeah, we'd love to be a part of doing new art for foil covers. And that for us was a, a just a big coup and really exciting um, that both of them are just excited to be part of the project. I mean, these guys talk about successful, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I would just, if I was, if I was Peter Laird, I'd just be on some Island somewhere, you know, <laughs> with, uh, you know a, mar- a margarita or whatever. And I don't know if you guys ever hear from me again, right? So, um, you know, uh, well, Sean Jop drops off the face of the planet, you know where to look. Right. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> But uh, yeah, mo- more likely off of a, a Taiwanese island or something. But yeah, um, I used to live in Taiwan. So um, but yeah, no, that's uh, you know, it's that's that's uh, that's totally awesome that 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 he and and Kevin Eastman and Kevin Eastman's you know one of these artists that he's like Kevin. I don't uh, Sabita. I don't know if he'll ever put down the pin. You know what I mean? And that's a that's a great thing if you just have that. You're just going to always be that guy that's just creating. And I mean, look, Peter Laird is, I mean, because he's older than Eastman. He's he's still a part of this and still doing art. I mean, that's awesome. So um, yeah, anyways. And it also goes to show how much they enjoyed and value the original game and how mm-hmm. happy they are to see it being offered to a uh, new generation of, of comic book fans and gamers. Yeah. some Before this project, I didn't know either of them. You know, hadn't had any even you know tertiary contract contact with either of them, but but um, you know I've interacted a lot now with Kevin Eastman, and uh, you know heard a lot about people uh, discussing you know communicating with Peter Laird and things like that, and they're just both real upstanding guys oh, yeah. and just so excited to I you know I never would have thought oh yeah of course they'll they'll do this um, now if we you know it would be like now I'd be like yeah I I, I don't think we they they couldn't be involved because they're just so excited about it. They, they love that's the right. turtles. They love the fans, you know? Yeah. And they and love the game. Yeah. And come on, you know, outside of comics, this is one of their first big jobs that they did when they were young and breaking into the industry and, you know, palladium books, <laughs> you know, they didn't know, you know, anything about the role playing industry and they liked what we were doing. And they're like, yeah, sure. We want to be part of this back then. And they want to be part of it now, which is, yeah. you know, beautiful. So and so does R two. <laughs> so does R two. Yeah, but yeah, the Muta uh, Mystic. That's you know that's kind of like the level where you can get in, and you can get the. Um, uh, uh, so it's TMT Other Strangers uh, Mutagen Green Edition, Transdimensional Adventures Mutagen Green Edition, exclusive TMT RPG cover art. Is that the old original one? Or is that new? Uh, it's the it's gonna so the cover art print set has all the new cover art and um, two of the stretch goals have unlocked the original core book cover art as well as the transdimensional uh, TMNT cover art. Awesome, love that one. Actually, I like the 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 redos of that as well. And TMNT yeah. Other Strangers Redux poster. What's that poster? Um, it's gonna be the cover art for the new edition of the Redux. Okay. 
Yeah. Oh, and so then, um, and, and what size also, is that poster? Uh, we haven't decided yet. Okay. Um, it'll either at the at the smallest it'll be uh, eleven by seventeen. Um, we might do it larger. The reason we're we're looking at smaller stuff is over the years, you know, Palladium has done a lot of posters, and a lot of people don't have the wall space for a big, <laughs> you know, eighteen by twenty-four or larger. Um, so we try to do a little bit smaller, but we haven't. And same thing with shops, store, stores, have right? Because the they only problem. have so much space near their point of sale and stuff like that. So, um, so tentatively, we're thinking eleven by seventeen, right? And um, with the, the 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 Thanksgiving bonus stretch goal that we're basically giving out away is um, the uh, is you get the uh, the poker deck as well, the the team and right. illustrated poker deck. So. Um, right. Really great value to include all that in that pledge level. Now, so now we'll move on to the radical rogue dude foil covers miniatures. Now, <laughs> for the folks, the 185 who have backed this, I'm just going to ask this question now. I, I think I know the answer, but a lot of people still ask, "What is the status of the miniatures?" Oh, they're all in progress. Um, we just can't show stuff until it's officially um, approved. So uh, they're all far along in progress. Yeah, as we um, mentioned in another show, what, one of the difficulties here is, you know, we're dealing with a big corporation when you're dealing with Paramount and Nickelodeon. So it's not just like one person doing all the approvals, different categories of items like the miniatures has to get approved by like two or three different departments. Yeah, yes, yes. And so that takes a little bit of time, right? And um, so we've shown off Casey Jones and then mm -hmm. show him pose with his weapons. Uh, you've been able to see Igor and Carl, uh, Doc Farrell's minions. Um, and uh, let's see, the the turtles are in review right now, as is the foot. Uh, no, Doc Farrell, the foot has been approved, I believe, but not posed with weapons. No. Yes. So, no. but those, those were done, you know. Anyway, so yeah. wasn't able to get those in the last preview. But, you know, it's, it's, it's all coming out. It's just, you know, and the other thing is, is, Normally, we like to have all our ducks in a row, and and this wasn't a gimme, right? Like, being able to do the miniatures was actually a big coup for us um, as as far as negotiations, and so um, uh, that was one of those things that came later in the process uh, as the contract was being the very final last details were being put on it before we signed it. And so what that meant is there just wasn't a lot of lead-up time to get that approvals process rolling earlier Um like we had already been doing, um, a lot of the color work was very far advanced, and a lot of the you know the remaster process was very far advanced. Um, so so yeah, that's just the the the, the honest explanation on that. Mm -hmm. um, and we didn't want to delay the Kickstarter. And if you know, I get it. If you don't want to buy minis you haven't seen, no problem. Get in now and then upgrade during the backer kit. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. No harm, no foul. I don't, it doesn't bother me one bit. Yeah. I'm just excited we can offer them at all. And just remember, they are Kickstarter exclusive. So if you have any interest in the minis, um, back at some level in the Kickstarter, because once that's locked down, but if your name's in the Kickstarter, you know, you're good. Does one dollar count or does it have to $1. start? One dollar. So, so you're not sure about the minis, you can back at one dollar. You've got what? You said like two to three months that they'll have for the for the okay two months for, yeah, for we're, the we're gonna hold as long as we can before we have to give the printers the final printing numbers. Yeah. So 
So there's plenty of times for people to times, plenty of time for people to make that decision. Absolutely. Yeah, get, that, so. get that grandma money from Christmas or Hanukkahs or whatever, and then come in and do your thing. Well, and <laughs> Chinese New Year. <laughs> we are going to continue to update. So yes. you will see you will see as we get these things approved, you will see them um presented in, in uh updates so you, you can see exactly what the heck you're getting. Yeah. So again, uh, I, I know a lot of people start getting anxious and stuff. Just don't be anxious. Just chill. We'll get it to you. If you don't want it, it doesn't bother. Hey, it doesn't bother me if you don't want to buy the minis. I just don't want anyone who would enjoy them to yeah. to miss out. Right. Exactly. Um, one question we get about them too is, is why are they the price they are? Well, um, part of that's because with miniatures, there's a huge upfront cost with the sculpting, especially mm -hmm. if you want quality sculpting, and then um, the tooling for the factories. Um, just to you know, be simple, you know, just a kind of a comprehensive term for a lot of different things. And so um, that's one of the things is you know we don't well we, we didn't this isn't like a box game where every single person who buys it is getting the minis right, and so. The, the number produced helps offset that upfront cost, which is, is considerable. Um, so that's why this is what it is, uh, you know, and, and negotiating even just have these as an exclusive to the Kickstarter is a big deal for us. Yeah. But hopefully this opens the doors for the future, right? Uh, and that's another thing we're excited about. Yeah. Um, but just so that people understand those things, um, we're not, uh, you know, there's just certain certain costs and stuff that go into stuff like this. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I think that it's the lack of understanding and, and that's not a, a disparagement to anybody. I don't understand fully, but I've seen this through other processes, through other Kickstarters. So I, I'm vaguely aware. So everything you're telling me is right in line with what other people have said when they've done the same thing, whether it's, you know, well, you know, I was going to do 16 points of articulation in my and in, in my uh, toy, but now I can only have, afford eight. Otherwise, you guys aren't right. going to be able to afford, you know, things like that. Right. So that absolutely makes sense. So whether people like it or not, I can't control, but it does make sense. Yeah, and 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 we're not we're not screwing around. I mean, I used to work for Games Workshop, and I was a store manager, but I did go to Games Days. I went to the um, old American headquarters when they were in Baltimore. I saw the process. I'm very familiar with all that stuff. Very familiar with how these things retail, how they sell. Okay, um, I and then a lot of the guys we're working with. I mean, they've they've done stuff for GW, Fantasy Flight, um, you know. Uh, Hasbro, a lot of other big companies. So we've got experienced hands on this. Um, you're going to get, you are getting, you know, um, really high quality stuff. Even if, you know, just, you know, kind of proof in the pudding, check out the, the stuff we've previewed already in the other updates. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, more of that's coming along. So again, thank We appreciate everyone's patience and understanding um, because, uh, you know, sometimes uh, you, you have to, you know, you can't have everything lined up exactly how it would have been if, if uh, if everything was optimal, you have to kind of go with what is going to work best uh, yeah. and make things happen. Right. And so in this case, we just wanted to make everything happen the best we could mm -hmm. uh, and get this this project out to the fans. So, OK, uh, I'll, I'll ask it now because this is a question I, I just don't want to ask, but it keeps coming up. And you guys sure, have sure. been asked 100 times. So I, I just for one more time for folks out there that are sitting there like, give me my PDFs. I only play with PDFs. Why are there no PDFs? Why does Palladium hate PDFs so much, et cetera, et cetera. Um, why are there no PDFs? Palladium doesn't hate PDFs. I mean, no. um, <laughs> we, 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 we've been doing them on drive-thru RPG for what, yeah, over since, a decade? Yeah, yeah, since 2008. 
So, so I mean, we've got like you know, 300 almost two titles. decades. Yeah. Um, we, in fact, one of the things that we have coming in, we have a new web store um, to be launched sometime when we um, can focus on getting the last couple of details uh, in line for that. But um, one of the big things we're excited about is to be able to offer PDFs through the new web store. Um, and so, uh, you know, we love PDFs. We think PDFs are great. Um, we They weren't a, a perfect fit for this project for a number of reasons. The biggest number one thing is we're focused on the physical product you're getting with this. And, and notice there's there's an emphasis on, on, on the physical product, the color, um, the dice, the minis, you know. Um, we, we, we want this to be, a, a you know, just a real cool redux. And that was you know, something we didn't want to deep six the rest of the negotiations over PDFs. Um, and so, I don't know, I think that's the easiest way to put yeah, it. Yeah, that's... Okay. Sorry, there's no PDFs on this one. Yeah, <laughs> you know. That, sorry, not sorry. We're, if you don't... If, if that's a that's deal breaker, that's cool. I'm not mad, right? But, I, you know, the books are happening, and I'm very excited about the books happening. We'll put it that way. So, if you, if you don't like paper and you don't like books... We're Palladium books. We do paper and books, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're, we're, I, my, my problem is I'm old, so I like books. So I'm, I'm probably a bad judge when it comes to that. But And uh, I like PDFs, and that's one of the things I'll say is, you know, part of the Titan Robotics Kickstarter campaign, which a lot of people that are familiar with this new Turtles campaign maybe didn't see that one. But, you know, we ran that last year around this time. We delivered it. And one of the big things we did is when we remastered um, the – because Titan Robotics follows on after – Rift Sourcebook 1, Sourcebook 2, The Mechanoids, Sumerian Nation, and some material from Aftermath. So as part of that process, we remastered Sourcebook 1, Sourcebook 2, uh, The Mechanoids, and Sumerian Nation. And those PDFs were remastered for free. If you already own the PDF, you just got the upgraded version, which now includes hot links, table of contents, rear index, uh, the art looks better than ever, right? The text has had an editing, a, a clean, you know, spell check, editing, all this kind of pass on it. Has really nice, uh, you know, updated layout. It should look, the, the, the goal with the, the layout on the remaster, on of those especially, was not to look different, right? Mm -hmm. Not to be super noticeable. But if, you know, some you did notice some of those differences, right? Some of the fans, some of the Keener fans have definitely noticed the differences. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's I'm just saying that because we do have a that that we do have uh, we're dedicated to offering the best PDFs we can, and as, and going forward we'll continue to do that and take the opportunity as we're offering um, new books to also take the chance to maybe remaster some old books and slowly, you know, bring um, the mass of the most popular books back up to or bring them up to that you know uh, a really just kick-ass modern standard. Um, so yeah, we don't. There's no PDF hate over here. It's just, it's just in this particular case, you know, we said, you know, the the the, the important thing is the books. The important thing is is some of these um, really exclusive, cool things that we're able to do. And so we really focused on that in the in, in you know, we just didn't want to um, deep six things over 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 something like PDFs. Cool. Let's say a quick hello to hello diversity and dragons. How you doing today? Like, you oh, and if it's here? a deal breaker for you, then don't back. <laughs> like oh, no, there's no, no big deal. so he, no big deal he said it would never be a deal breaker for him oh it would oh, never be a deal yeah, breaker yeah. sorry i was yeah. just saying hello to cool. <laughs> uh but uh all right so 
those were yeah the, for those i have one more question but you pretty much answered it but i'll do that at the end so we can get through these here uh so we have the kawabunga cowboy foil covers and this includes human t other strangers mutant mutant i cannot say the word mutagen green <laughs> thank you the soylent green edition yes uh, uh then tmnt transdimensional adventures mutagen green edition by the yep. way I, I think i said it before but i'll say it again just in case i was only thinking in my head and i get weird like that dementia um is both i have the tmnt book and i have the transdimensional book all the other books that i have are after the bomb books well, oh. in orbit. so this is actually going to give me the complete collection that i've been looking right. for <laughs> This is the thing is a lot of people don't understand. These two books are collecting everything ever printed for Turtles, which most fans don't have. So the, the first book um, contain you know, TMNT and Other Strangeness. It is TMNT and Other Strangeness, um, but it also includes the Trucking Turtles and Turtles Go Hollywood. I, as a kid, I played Turtles Go Hollywood with my cousins. Great memories, great stuff. Um, a lot of people really love the the, the, the Trucking Turtles um, adventure. I didn't get it when I was a kid, so this is exciting times for me too. Um, but the uh, best-selling adventure supplement was uh, TMNT Adventures. There was the TMNT Guide to the Galaxy. And then the super-duper legendary for its time travel rules and mutagen, uh, mutant uh, dinosaurs and magic and stuff like that is Transdimensional TMNT. Um, so uh, those three books are collected. That's And so we kind of the, – the TMNT Adventures, Transdimensional TMNT, that's why it's Transdimensional Adventures. Mm -hmm. And the cover homage is the cover art for all three of those books. So um, – and Freddie Williams just – I was. I told Kevin. I was like, I don't think we can put that much on the cover, Kev. That's going to be too much. And Kev's like, No, I. I we can do it. <laughs> Freddie's. Freddie's a master. And and Freddie, yeah. I mean, you've got the tri. Because I was like, Where do we put the triceratons when you have the all that action in the middle? Well, he's got them dropping out of a dropship on the side, and the TCRI aliens and their robot bodies in the midground on the other side, and it's just. Oh, it's so cool. Like that, that was one of those covers. You can look at it for like five minutes, 10 minutes, just looking at all the details. So, and, and of all the covers you've shown so far, I obviously have my favorite. I've said it a bunch of times, but I like all the covers. I think oh. they're all good. And I think they're, uh, they all have nuances to them that, like you said, I mean, I probably won't stare at it. Well, I don't know. I've been known to stare at it you know, for five minutes, but they, but they all have these little details in there that are worth taking the time to look at and appreciate it. Well, a lot of people don't know, this was Kevin Eastman's first painting that he ever did. Oh, yeah. really? We yeah. didn't know that until we were talking to him. Yeah. And so when I got the old, um, the scans that we had and, uh, well, this, we scanned the printer proofs, yep. which were cracked and aged. And I, I, when I was uh, going to the University of Texas in Dallas, uh, I would I worked at the Veterans um, Center, like for, for military veterans. And one of the things I did was clean up old. We I had gotten online to into archives of um, old propaganda posters from World War II and stuff like that. And we use those as for promotions, right, um, on campus. And so I, I got a lot of experience cleaning those up. And so I was able to apply it to this cover art. And I sent it to Kevin Eastman. And he was like, it's like Christmas. <laughs> I didn't realize, you know, I said, just in case you don't have a better version in your archives. And he didn't. And so he was super excited to see that um, and did the same thing for the um, TMT Adventures cover actually is a wraparound. And it was a poster, and that's that's going to be on the front of the GM screen. Um, and we have 
previews of stuff of that coming soon, but I'm not sure because that'll I'll have to go through you know different approval process. So I don't know if we're gonna have that in the next two days. But we again we're gonna be definitely showing these things off and adding them to the backer kit as it happens. So if, if you can if you're one of those people, I totally get it. You want to see something before you buy it. We're 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 we're, we're gonna fulfill it's that coming. promise. Yep. It's coming. So okay. Uh, well, that was my third question that I was going to ask was basically the status on the book covers. But I think you've you've <laughs> you've told us multiple times today. If people don't get it at this point, uh, where, where are we? We're oh, Cowabunga Cowboy. So we have the where is it? Uh, TMNT RPG dice sets. Now, that's all of the sets, right? Yes, that's all the fan roll. Everything from fan roll. One of everything from fan roll. OK. Uh, mutagen green dice set. How is that coming along? Uh, that's coming along well. Um, again, it's uh, so that and the GM screen were getting um, produced by our own, you know, publishing partner because FanRoll does their own stuff. They have their own supply chain, everything, right? Um, and but for the Mugen Green Dice set and the GM screen, we're working with a different, our own personal printing partner. And okay. so, um, again, hope to have more of that to show off soon. Um, but it is coming along well. And I know it's frustrating. I say I've seen stuff that y'all haven't seen. I've seen stuff Kevin haven't even seen yet, right? So, you know, but it's, it's, we're not, I'm not trying to be a jerk. I will show it off as soon as we get it approved, but we do have to approve it. I can't just like fire from the hip. Hey, this is what our, you know, our manufacturer mocked up for us. And this is what these are the decisions we're making. You know, we have to go through a little more, um, orderly manner <laughs> than usual for this kind of stuff. So we just appreciate everyone's patience because again, this is an officially licensed Ninja Turtles, Nickelodeon, Paramount product. So, okay. Every, every little bit. <laughs> uh, we got the Redux poster again and RPG artist tributes eight and a half by 11. Are those all, paintings or some of them just like hey this is what it means to me uh uh they're all full they're all going to be full color pay, full page art yep so 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 but but uh yeah so yeah for this art print set it's from the art people that people would know as rpg artists primarily right so like larry elmore or um ramon uh, perez, ramon perez yeah. or but you know there's a, it's funny because a lot of guys that have worked on palladium art rpg art have gone on to become well known in the comic book industry so it is kind of funny um but uh, a lot of that too we we have so many artists that are are jumping in and joining in uh, it's going to be kind of tough to, to decide who to include in the art print sets um but we, we we're looking forward to i think six to eight uh pieces of art in there so okay. uh, you won't be able to get those prints anywhere else so um they'll be exclusive to this so. remember you can add all this stuff in backer kit folks and just uh, some people have been asking about, hey, can I just buy the art print sets separately? No, they are exclusive rewards for certain backing levels. Um, and that's, so just to be clear, you can't spend one dollar and then add them on. Got just it. like you can't do that with the dice. Mm -hmm. But uh, no, uh, no, I mean, if, if you want that that uh, RPG artist print set, you'd either need to do the Cowabunga Cowboy or the Time Lord. Gotcha. Right. Um, and if you want to add on dice, you're going to have to back at one, at least the $50, you know, Ninja Warrior basic level. So good clarification, because uh, I think I actually saw that specific question. On yeah, people keep asking it like the, the backing, the pledge levels, the minimum pledge levels. And then you have to pledge at a pledge level to be able to add an add on. Now, we've, we've been very generous, I think, with what you can add as an add on virtually everything except for like 
um, some of that stuff that is exclusive, like the mutagen green foil covers and the uh, the art print sets and stuff like that. But yeah, it, that that's all going to stay the same. You know, basically, if you get in now, you can upgrade to anything that's a currently an option through Kickstarter, right? But the, those options and that interchangeability is not going to change. All right. Uh, then the Grand Wreath, Taylor, you were talking about this before. Quantity of four of the TMNT Other Strangest Redux Editions. We've got the Black, White, and Red Edition. We've got the variant cover, the Mutagen Green Edition, and four and four of the transdimensional uh, yep. add-ons. Of, yeah. of the other variants, yep. Also a GM screen, Mutagen Green Dice Set, and two TMNT and Other Strangest Redux posters. Yep. And, of course, the optional add-ons. Yep. So now, honey, I don't know what happened. I think I tripped <laughs> over something. My face hit the computer and all of a sudden I don't know what happened. But apparently I'm a time lord. <laughs> um, and I, you know what? And, you know, time only goes forward. You can't go back in time to change anything. So uh, I'm stuck with it now. Uh, <laughs> So, so if you want to spend big bucks, get the everything and look, let me be very clear on this. Anytime a stretch goal is opened, it goes into this automatically, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and the everything. other thing I'll say, just to be clear on stretch goals, I mean, if you, and one of the things that we did with the $900,000 bonus Thanksgiving bonus, the cover art print set is being added to the, you know, it, uh, it was on the mutagen mystic. But it's being added to the um, the Radical Rogue and the Cowabunga Cowboy, as well as the Illustrated Poker TMT Illustrated Poker deck. So that's pretty cool too, because that's a lot of added value to those. Mm -hmm. um, and the Poker deck is also added to the Time Lord. So, and you know, um, the other thing I'll say is, is if you're getting something as an add-on, you know, you get any stretch goals that apply to that add-on as well. So, like one of the add-ons that we just broke was Fugitoid. So his the Fugitoid miniature is being added to the Heroes miniature set. It doesn't matter if you get the miniature set as part of your pledge level or as an add-on. You get you're going to get Fugitoid in there. The other thing is is Fugitoid stats, his entry, his character entry, is being added to every single Transdimensional Adventures book. So that benefits virtually all backers. As long as you get the the second book, you're getting that right. And uh, one of the ones we have coming up uh, is Karai, um, and that's Shredder's lieutenant. Um, and so she will be added to every single core rule book, every single team and T and other strangeness redux edition book um, with including a new illustration by Kevin Eastman. So. Excellent. That's pretty dope. Well, this is everything folks. I, you know, we, we've covered enough of what everything means. <laughs> so, so it's Hopefully everything. I, I don't know what to tell you. It's, it's each of the covers. It's each of the, the add on items. And yet you can still get more. You can add on even more on top of that because I want seven copies of Transdimensional Team Tina. No, but you, you can. And you know what? So you want your own copy and want a table copy. There you go. Right. You want a couple of extra variant covers, whatever you want to get. I mean, that's that's the nice thing when it, as long as you back at a level, you know, one of the higher levels that has the mutagen green foil covers, it basically unlocks virtually everything to be added. That is I'm not going to show the other ones because those are sold out. Uh, yeah. Those are basically Time Lord with um, a few collector's um, items that we had here at the office. Um, 
and I'm going to download what you sent me right now. Um, because the next thing I'm going to do, if there's anything you want to talk about, I'm going to get these pages ready and then people can see what the layout looks like. If there's anything else you want to talk about, please do so because I, I can get these downloaded. But then the next thing I would like to do is I'd like to do a giveaway for those folks who entered the giveaway, uh, $75 Palladium Books uh, gift certificate. And the reason I went with $75 is because it cost me $72, $60 plus shipping, handling, tax, whatever else Alabama does here uh, to uh, to get the Christmas package. And that's what the intent of it was for. If you do something else with it, that's up to you. But the $75 Palladium Books gift certificate, which I will roll for as soon as we talk about these uh, cover images. I have to find a place to save them. Right there. I'm very OCD when it comes to file management. <laughs> I can imagine. I can be too. All right, there we go. So it's in the wrong folder, but at least I'll be in the wrong folder. <laughs> Got a couple more to go. And yeah, these look really nice. So for folks who are like, oh, I want to know what the new book's going to look like. How's it going to be changed? Oh my God, did they ruin the Palladium look? The first thing that uh, that, that I looked at, which is funny because it's not the only book to do it, but it was the first thing I noticed like, oh, Times New Roman is gone. <laughs> not that that's a bad thing. It's just there, there's like this feel with these with the Palladium books, right? Sure. That, you know, that uh, I was like, oh, but here we go. I should be able to start showing them now. Sent. No, I can't because I'm an idiot. Ugh. Why do you make it so difficult, StreamYard? And these will be in an update coming up very shortly, too, yeah. just so that the fans know. No, um, this is exclusive only to Legion of Myth viewers. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> uh, oh. There we go. Okay. Actually, no, sometimes streaming, it's not you can't see everything really clearly. And so, It's actually opening up in Photoshop, so give me a <laughs> I do too much graphics work. Mm. Uh, Photoshop's also been known to mess with my uh, StreamYard. Ruh -ruh. But, but what I can do is I can zoom in on it because it's Photoshop. All That's right, here we go. Present, share, share screen. I'm going to just do by the entire screen. So hopefully I don't have any porn or anything over there. Go away. Later. Adobe, go. God. Thank you. Doby's getting weird right now. Boom. Share. Okay. So let's uh, zoom in on this. I'm waiting for Photoshop to catch up all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, just, Photoshop may not be the best way to do this, but it's up to you, man. <laughs> hey, hey, don't use logic with me. There we go. So now... Oh, not a while ago. <laughs> Wait, you're talking about Photoshop, not me, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we're not gonna we're not gonna parse every word and, and so forth, but just to give an idea of how this looks, nice title. Got, uh, I'd say, updated fonts. Is there, is there like any paragraph here that you think really stands out to show like what you've added or what you've done? Sure. Uh, oh, there's some like, for instance, I'll say if you, yeah, the, the, that, there, there you go. go. So now we have a speed table, and you got tabletop inches. Who plays Palladium with? I'm, I'm I'm sure it happens, but I mean, like that's one of the things I loved about Palladium is you didn't need miniatures. 
Oh, you is don't that really. Has that been a heavily requested thing? Like, like, yeah. hey, we we want battle. Really, okay. Yeah, I think some people really like to use tabletop for whether it's VTT or or you know something on their own table. We've had uh, quite a few people request it, and you know we okay. thought, hey, let's, let's do it. I mean, why not, right? I mean, I, I personally don't do that, but why not but, have more options for people? But it, but it also clarifies how far you can move as a, as a, as an um, as an action, right, in narrative play. So it also has that. Um, and then uh, if you go to the left, like with the glossary of terms, I, we don't need to go into all the details, but I mean, the gaming terminology has has shifted and changed and updated over the past 30 plus years, right? 40 years almost now. So there are some little things that have been, uh, you know, that I updated in here, um, as well as some not so little things, right? Um, in, in the way to define some different terms and things like that. So um, I think that people will find this to be very useful and to match a lot of common, you know, terminology that people use in role-playing games and that Palladium fans, right, use in their in their discussions of role-playing games, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and, and, you know, instead of a player character, you know, or player's character or a playing character, as I think it was previously, it's now player character. Little things like that. But what, uh, what I find funny is, is I, as I know the old Palladium style guide, and this is some stuff that I used to just, I laugh at. I mean, it wasn't like any anything insulting or like, oh, this is stupid. But, uh, Kevin, your insistence on P.C. <laughs> like, like, but having it here also tells me this is Palladium. Like there's that consistency, O dot C dot C, you know, th things like that, where most people just type in OCC. Well, uh, I mean, that's one of the things that, right, is very different than, say, I mean, I lived and breathed the Pinnacle style guide for years, right? And and here the style guide is is, is, is different. And, you know, and there's little things that we've been updating and plan on updating in the future. But, you know, yeah, it's uh, this is true to Palladium, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, and if you and I think part of the big thing is just if you zoom out so you show both pages, part of it's just a lot of people when they saw this were just like, "Wow, that looks great." Mm -hmm. Yes, right. I mean, it's very usable, very clean, very easy to read, um, and that was the whole goal. And and it, you know, it, a lot of people have seen the art. Like one of the guys that came in here to do the interview, right? What yeah. was his name? Um, yeah. Yeah, man. So we, we did an interview with him and then I showed him, I was like, Hey, do you want to see some of this work in progress? And he's like, well, you guys said you were doing full color art, but this is next level. You know, his, his jaw just hit the floor when he saw it combined with the remastered uh, text and the updated layout and, you know, um, rules clarifications and stuff like that. So um, I think that the overall effect is, is, is really uh, going to really excite a lot of yeah, people for sure. Open um, up a few more of these. Sure. Oh, so you guys colored the comic. We color everything, <laughs> even the equipment section. There's no black and white. There's, it's all it's everything. Love even it. the lockpick set. There's an illustration of a lockpick set and a police lockpick gun, full color. <laughs> That, that's all. and, and things I and I, and I know Sean, you showed this before, but just uh, maybe again, it's my dementia, but uh, I, I don't remember everything. But this is awesome because this is the comic. If I can find it in here, this is the comic that is. No, that's not that one. I don't know what page it's on, but it is in the book. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, because yeah, there's a few comics. By Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. Yep. Specifically, specifically yep. for the role playing game. Here we go. Just, 
just you'll you won't see this anywhere else um th especially with this color right <laughs> i mean that's you know that's never before seen but yeah it's straight out of the original book and yeah. then we have uh combat uh oh we talk about it step-by-step -step comment now you, you said that you you cleared up a, a few things here that might have been confusing for folks why does he keep yeah. doing that again it should seem familiar but if you go and, <coughs> and, 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 and compare it one for one to the original book it's pretty different it's so nobody's but nobody's gonna have to relearn rules right no, no. i don't think so okay. i think yeah. that going through this will be the easiest um you know most clear version of the of, of, of all these things to be presented so far i mean it's you know i'm taking notes from 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 uh, all the other game lines but also kevin and I, a lot of stuff that kevin and i've been talking about you know how can we can make this just a little bit clearer because sometimes you know it's a little slight turn of phrase the way you divide something um you know for instance uh you know just really defining uh, and that you can't see some of it here but like what a long-range sneak attack is Mm -hmm. Right. If that's more defined, people understand, oh, whenever there's someone shooting at you that you aren't aware of, they get the initiative, <laughs> you know, but 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 it's just a little clearer because I have run and some people understand it. There are some gamers that I've talked to who didn't understand it clearly. Mm -hmm. So we're just trying to make sure everything is crystal clear and easy to reference and use here. But it um, still retains its flexibility. One of the things I loved about Palladium was the fact that there wasn't a rule for everything. There's a framework there, and there are rules for because there are lots of different pieces. I mean, you got missiles, right. and you've got and well, you've got lasers, and range combat, and and uh, uh, ninja combat, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Well, and if you scroll down, for instance, and you look at, for instance, um, at the beginning of the initiative step, it says mm -hmm. step one, determine initiative. So um, it says. When sure opponents square off for battle, the game master decides who has the initiative. So, first of all, you don't re need the rest of that. You know, it's kind of optional because the game master decides. Do you see what I'm saying? Whatever mm -hmm. the game master thinks fits the story, and that's that's just you know, and that that's Palladium's always been that way, but we're just trying to make it super clear. But then we go into you know the you know sneak attack long uh, sneak attacks from often from behind, mm -hmm. or long range surprise attacks. Um, they always have the initiative. If someone initiates sudden violence, the game master may decide that they have the initiative. The other people just have to then roll in after that. And then otherwise, if everyone's just expecting, you know, a fight as often happens. You go ahead and have everyone roll initiative with their with their bonus as as uh, as normal. So, so uh, um, with the exception of the fact that I think you've been reading my notes for the game that I'm writing, I'm blaming you guys. Uh, no, th there's actually something here that that I that I really like is that I think uh, personal opinion is I think that in a lot of tables people are too quick to roll initiative. All right, I come around the corner. Do I see the guy over there? Yeah, I want to take a shot. Okay, roll initiative. No, the person should just take the shot. That that other person right. isn't waiting for him. Well, and the long-range sneak attack or the long-range surprise attacks or the sneak attacks, mm -hmm. heroes can get to do that too, yep. right? If someone's not aware of you and you're, you know, uh, coming up behind them and, and stab them in the back or, or you know, chloroforming them, them, knock them out yeah. or whatever, I mean, hey, that's a big deal. And the, and they should, you know, that's hard-earned in role-playing in my opinion. Yeah, so absolutely. When the, when the players earn it, they should get it, right? Mm -hmm. or, and, and sometimes you have that player that just says, 
You know, he already had his, his knife in his hand or or maybe he doesn't and everyone's not armed yet, but he just goes and decks the guy, you know, and hey, guess what? He's got initiative. He yeah, initiated exactly. sudden violence, right? Even if everyone was a little on edge, they didn't expect him to just throw a punch when when everyone's armed with, with swords and armor or whatever, right? So 100% I mean, there agree. Are ways you can get that. And but again, but again, part of it is just yeah, the game master decides that mm-hmm. that, that is an important sentence. And this is just an example of yeah, well, it's, everything's in color. It's so <laughs> funny because we tell everybody everything's in color, but then they see the equipment page and they're like, oh, it's all in color. Yes, everything's in color. <laughs> oh, it has great layout. Yes, everything has a new fresh layout. Correct. So I have a follow up question <laughs> to that. Remastered. Yeah. And when you re- say everything, what do you mean by everything? All the art. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the Terror Bears. Thank you for this page. I'm, I'm going to keep this one. I'm going to I'm going to blow it up on my own. <laughs> terror Bears are awesome. There's something you, great about the Terror Bears. Oh, and, and it's funny because I showed my wife this picture and I showed her the original. She's like, yeah, the original is creepy. She's like, but those actually are really creepy. And I'm like, they're supposed to be. <laughs> so, so Sophie's uh, we were really excited to show this off soon. Um, but Sophie's tribute art for the Terror Bears. It's like a prequel to this scene. It's when they're outside the house about yeah. to break in. It's freaking great. How cool is that? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, when you see this, you kind of get a feeling of, oh, this would be very easy to parse, very modern layout with a little bit of breathing room. You know what I mean? And and real, you know, that's that's the whole idea. You know. Um, and then of course we got some turtles here. Do I want to spoil their stats? Ah, oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> we'll zoom in on this a little bit it's not letting me sh- i have to do it the, the old-fashioned way there we go 200 so we got Raphael. this is my favorite turtle because if you're gonna do it do it with dude <laughs> and uh there you go 151 oh, that's right he's got a turtle shell i'm like oh, that's a lot of stc yeah. <laughs> so what size category is he they're all six aren't they uh five or six, i believe yeah See, that, what's that? The giant turtles, the Godzilla turtles. <laughs> well, people, you know, you know how gamers are, and, and you can't fault them for this. They always try to find ways of breaking games. Like, how can I get the most, you know, for the least effort? And the amount of dinosaurs that I started seeing in the game after Transdimensional, I actually had to shut them off. <laughs> like, oh, not doing dinosaurs. And of course, I say it all the time the weasel. Um, or I'm really going to make that food issue that you've got i'm gonna make you hunt for food right you can make him role play it yeah yeah um and by the way you know just a little thing you might notice here it, it says they're under combat abilities it says actions per round right <laughs> so instead of attacks per melee round it's actions per combat round that's gonna be that is throughout the text right so is that gonna be a palladium thing going forward and and the reason i ask is because you know you got grognards like me that hate change everywhere i think there's a good change don't get me wrong but you know they're gonna be something oh there there they go just changing words again like but but at the same time i think it makes more sense so so in future products what is the intent is the intent to continue on with something like this or Uh, hey that's just for turtles we're not this is just for turtles right now (laughs) And you know we don't want to like break tradition in a in a long running game line mm-hmm. without being very careful about that. Okay. But for this product, yeah, we're this is the this is the way we're going forward with this one. We just want it to be again um, as accessible as possible um, for 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 new players uh, coming into it. But yeah, and some of this is like, hey, we get a chance to check it out and see see how people respond to it and how they yep. feel about it, right? But in the end, it's the same thing. 
-hmm. It's just a slight updating of terms to, to much more modern um, tabletop gaming parlance uh, that is more common. So we just want it to be really accessible and, and uh, for people to use. Well, I hope people uh, enjoyed that sneak peek. And I can't wait till it's on on the, the Kickstarter page uh, for you to be able to show folks. Because uh, I think, how do I say this? I think that is going to alleviate, you know, because there are folks who have sent me messages like, what does it mean that they're updating it? And of course, you know, I've got people with, with certain beliefs and some people with other beliefs. And, you know, these people are arguing with those people. No, it's it's none of that. Look, you saw it. It's red text. It's bolder. It's it's bold um, titles. It's it's a nice, clean layout. It's it, You said the terminology is to, dare I say, modern gaming standards. I know some of us don't care about that, but if you're trying to get new people into the hobby, it is something. Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's not, it's not aimed at the people who are, you know, running Palladium every week. They're already comfortable with the terminology. We're mm -hmm. just trying to clarify things, but, but hopefully maybe there's something there for them where they're saying, oh, this one little weird thing that happens sometimes in initiative, it's a little clearer to me now. Oh, oh! I understand this explanation um, of uh, how to use AR for natural armor or yeah. body armor yeah. just a little bit clearer. Okay, cool. You know, so there's little things like that. But yeah, we're not trying to like tell anybody how to play at their table, you know, or um, anything like that. I mean, that's part of the whole thing yeah. with Palladium is yeah. game the way you want. Man. Yeah, that, that's the job of crazy YouTubers like me to tell you how to play at your table. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand there, there, there. You know, it's it's it is a is a is a fine line. It's a it's a toe. You know, you, you know, it's a bit of a tightrope. You don't want to go too far or or in one direction or the other. And so that's part of the reason why um, I wanted to send you this so that we could actually chat about it. Um, you know, and 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 like in high resolution, so you can zoom in, right? And we could talk about specific you know phrasing in a few spots, um, just so that people know. Oh, hey, that affordance is there. Um, this is exactly what they mean. I doubt it's, I mean, maybe there's a couple of people that might say, <gasps> I'm not buying the book anymore. Okay. You know, that's cool. <laughs> really over that. <laughs> but, but I, I just saw that someone just posted a notice saying, you know, the, the book looks great. That That's what we've been trying to tell people. And unfortunately we couldn't show it from the start, but the books are going to, it's going to have that beautiful, Personally, I think it's what Palladium has, has always done well. It's going to be very familiar, but look brand new. Look right. and feel new, even though it's everything you know, everything you love is all there. It's just heightened. It's just taken to a new level of sophistication and and beauty. Yeah, one of the guys said it's the revised rules. It looks like it was this was just produced today. Well, it, right. Right. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> That's the whole thing. I mean, look, these these books were created with, with with paste and boards and typewriters, you know. And yeah, Sean Sean's. So this version, which most people know, was actually typeset. But the very first edition, we didn't have the money, so it's. Well, of course, I flipped to a paper. <laughs> card. It's it's mm -hmm. it's actually brother typewriter because it kind of resembled. Typesetting, and I could afford a two hundred dollar typewriter, and in that a thousand dollars worth of actual out of house typesetting. You know these the, the, the exacto knives and paste and boards and just without getting into all the, the the differences and details. I mean, just so I mean, I studied graphic design and like what Kevin does and what Kevin did, especially back then, is an art. 
-hmm. right? It's it's a real art. And, you know, now that's done in InDesign, right? And that's what I do in InDesign. And so it's kind of cool because it's a handoff, right? You know, Kevin did this and now I'm helping him bring it up um, to, to that modern kind of standard and, and remastering. That's the, whole, that's the whole joy of a remaster is taking that original stuff and the original intent. And, but, but, you know, we, you know, things have improved. We can do a lot more exacting things these days and it's exciting. So, um, the art, you know, even if it, even if the art was in black and white, it would look better than ever because of the, the, the way that we've been able to scan it and reproduce mm -hmm. it. Um, with modern printing um, quality. Well, that's the thing too. Is I mean, you mentioned the scans. We we pulled out. You know, I keep all that stuff. We pulled out all the original boards, and we scanned it from the key lined boards, the paste up boards, at like crazy high definition. Yeah, so that it's as crisp and clean and nice as possible. Yeah, and that's really I think going to show through when it comes to the black, white, and red edition because the interior layout. Is is instead of full color, it's going to be black and white, uh, with like, you know, some red um, headers and red bandanas on the turtles and the art and blood and things like that. But uh, it's mostly going to be black and white with splashes of red, right? And so I think that's where that's really that that attention to detail and that high quality uh, work is really going to is really going to shine as well for the fans. You know, let's face it. Even with color, you can say color. There's color, and then there's the color we're doing where we're trying to make every illustration every panel comic book panel look like a beautiful rendered painting um not just oh there's a splash of color it looks like crap but it's color man yeah <laughs> you know that, that's not our goal we when, when palladium transitions to full color we want to have color that's going to blow so people's socks off just like our black and white stuff did and this this book these two books are examples of what people can expect. This is the kind of thing that we're moving towards over the next couple of years. That's excellent. That that's excellent. And if this is just even if it's like the beta or the proto version of what's to come, I I think you're set for the foreseeable future. You know, I don't want to say 50 years because I probably won't be around that long. That sucks. But you know, uh, but <laughs> but. For, absolutely for the foreseeable future which is great because that means product lines that we know and love have known and love for a long time are going to are going to keep adding on to it so we can love even more of it no oh, yes max's cat is jealous of turtles yes um, <laughs> right, let's uh let's let's do this giveaway and then we'll we'll, we'll kind of swing on over to a couple other different topics and still palladium folks still palladium but we want to do a giveaway here because it's time I want to do a giveaway, but it's not letting me share. There you go. <laughs> All right. So um, for those who don't know, we had a giveaway. I tried to announce it, uh, you know, as best I could, wherever I could. And we got 32 entries, which is pretty good for one of our giveaways. I, 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 sometimes we get five, sometimes we get 100, you know, but uh, usually it's closer to five. But uh, so there we go. 32 people entered. And this is for a $75 Palladium Books giveaway. And uh, no, you cannot enter now. Those are all the names. And here we go. It's going to take 15 seconds. That's right. Wheel of Fortune time, baby. As we come to pick you, yeah, pick you, pick you. Oh, um, it's going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And who do we have? Oh, 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 it just skipped over. We got, okay, so I know who this is. And actually, the Palladium guys know who this is as well. Uh, this is Randy from Biggest Geekus. Oh, cool. So Randy from 
I know it doesn't look. I just know who that uh, that screen name is. He's also right. in the Rifts game that I play in that we were supposed to do this last week, but unfortunately holidays and so forth. So we're hopefully going to be doing that very soon. Uh, Seventy-five dollar gift certificate. We'll do one more of these towards the end of the stream. But there you go. If uh, if anybody wants a yeah, rigged date, that's that's the right response. Rigged, rigged. <laughs> uh, and by the way, his name is taken out of the pool now that he won, so he cannot win twice. So it will be somebody uh, new next time. Now let me do this appropriately. Get them back on the screen. That's big. All right. So congrats, Randy, and uh, congrats, the biggest geekest guys. So. Uh, I'd like to, oops, this is the wrong card. I'd like to flip on over. I keep, you know, I lied. I lied. I need to get some comments up that people. Question for Kevin and Sean. There have been a lot of people asking what's exactly included in each art print set in the Kickstarter comments. Could you elaborate on that for us and them? Yeah, so the so there's three art print sets. One is the cover art print set. So that has all the new cover art. Um, and, you know, it, you know, from the, the two illustrations by Freddie Williams and then colors by Mike Majestic that are on the two core books, the variant covers of each one of those, and um, the, uh, black, white, red. the black, white, and red edition covers. And then the stretch goals unlocked the original art cover for this and the original trans uh, D cover art, um, you know, kind of a bookend, right? So that you mm -hmm. now have the old and the new. And, and by the way... <laughs> It was a lot of freaking work <laughs> correcting the, the what we had from the printer proofs um, and like uh, <laughs> getting all that ready. So I hope everyone appreciates it. Um, <laughs> it wasn't as much of a like, oh, that's an easy, you know, as it might seem like because this stuff had to be, uh, yeah, it's all very archival remastered with type of work that uh, can, it, it's very time consuming um, and it requires a certain amount of skill. Um, I'm not trying to like tout my skill level on that, but. You know, maybe you can decide when you get the art print set. <laughs> but um, and then uh, the other two are one is a, a comic book artist art print set, and the other one is an RPG artist uh, art print set. Now again, we some of our our artists that have worked with Palladium have gone from RPGs to being very very popular and famous uh, in in uh, in comic books, including like Freddie Williams and, mm -hmm. and Scott Johnson and. Uh, Ramon Perez, and the list goes on, right? But, I mean, we have other guys like, you know, Nick Bradshaw right. and Apollo Okamura and uh, Larry John Selesnick and Larry Almore. Right. And, and, you know, those are going to all be in, in the Gamer. Yeah, the, the, the artists like so, that are going to be in the Gamer set. We just don't, we haven't decided exactly, exactly who because yeah. we keep getting people coming in and, yeah. you know, we're objectively. <laughs> oh, no. What we got right. So, um, again, uh, we're objectively going to give you what we think is going to make the most yeah, the stuff striking. That we think, yeah, that, they, that set. you're going to look and go. That we want to get, right? Well, so, like, like some, we could throw out some names and people go, yeah, I don't know. And then you're going to see their art and go, oh, my God. Right. So, you know, so, you may not have heard of XYZ Guy, but, you know, you, uh, we think you're really going to like the selections. And we, again, though, I don't want to put a definitive list of names on that for, for, for a couple of reasons. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, and that's, if you, back titan robotics you know people were really excited about those art print sets as well and and we got a lot of compliments after people received them so um that's why we we did more art print sets for this as well um okay well that actually was two questions i just realized so i can skip the next one <laughs> and, uh, uh what's this one if, uh if you ever get a break in your schedule would you consider running or at least organizing a live play i've done live plays for um for 
for Pinnacle Entertainment for Savage Rifts. So if you want to see how I run a live play, um, now of course you know Rifts feels different when you play uh, with the Savage Rules rule set, even if it's just because of having things like Benny's where you can a player can say I want to re-roll that roll. Um, and actually, when we when I've done the live plays, we've actually kind of leaned into that where we could you know you could donate to the channel. And that would make you could force me or a player oh, to reroll. Cool. Nice, nice it really funny. It's very yeah. interactive. So yeah. you know, like in one of them, um, I think it was Operation Astria, um, written by John Stevens, and uh, I ran it for a bunch of uh, people, and including a bunch of guys on the Savage Rifts development team, and um, and they're in the stream, and and so it was funny because the fans that were watching were like, "Oh, that lieutenant from the New Navy, we want him to survive. What's his name?" And you know, and it was like I thought he was just going to get blown up, and you know, end of his story. But no, the the fans spoke. That's awesome. <laughs> so, but yeah, if you want to see something like that, I'd be very happy to do something like that in the future um, for TMNT. Um, you know, especially once we get through the production on this and get this off, um, you know, to, to being the final print, um, print stuff is coming and everything. I'd be very excited to do that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, in the meantime, we're very busy. So, uh, <laughs> really want to focus on, on this cause yeah, it's I, an understatement and, 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 you know, uh, live plays, I don't know, for me, I'm one of those people that, you, you know, normally when I role play, I role play with friends and it can be very relaxing, mm -hmm. but when I role play publicly or at a convention, I don't know. It just, it kind of drains me as like, I'm putting on a show, which yeah. I am. I'm trying to make sure it's like the best experience possible for everybody, exactly. you know, and I don't usually it's for a lot of people. I don't know. Right. Or an audience of people that I don't know. So, um, you know, just bear with me because it's, it's just one of those things where I'm not, I'm not one of those guys that can just go run something like that on, on live every week and, yeah, that would just tap me out fast. So, yeah, so it's it. weird because I can do the one shots. I, I've run a bunch of different games, one shots. I can do the convention thing uh, and I can do the thing with my friends. I struggle with the whole idea of playing online. I'm not against it. You know, people think, oh, you're an online. No, if that's how you play. That's how you play. But the way I mean, I stand up, I walk around the table. I'm cheering things on. I'm laughing right. at people. You know, I, I, I'm I'm very and and I'm still into doing six to eight hour sessions and people are like, look, I got two hours. You ready to play? Like I'm not running a game for two hours. It's going to barely no, see Yeah. Yeah. That's too less for me, but yeah. 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 At cons, I'm the same way. I'm very like in, energetic and engaged, but I put a lot into it. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, the other thing is with live plays, if you want any good visualizations, um, that actually is pretty difficult technically. And so we, when we've done it for Pinnacle, we've had Chris Landauer and John Stevens, because uh, he also works on the the um, the tabletop stuff for Savage Rifts. Um, they're like helping puppeteer everything, while, so I can just focus on the game, and the players can just focus on the game. Um, but uh, yeah, it's 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 quite a production <laughs> for it to look good, you know, mm -hmm. uh, or as good as it can with me involved. Well, I'm not gonna put it on the screen because I'm sorry. I, I do want to say that that running. You know, a two-hour game is, is not as as difficult as you might think. Uh, I've actually gotten pretty good at, at running, you know, cause especially at, like, the Palladium Open House and other events, people want to game with me. Mm -hmm. So if I'm running a four-hour game, that severely limits the number of people I can game with. So I, I got into the groove of running, like, like a two-hour game. 
and uh, it can be just as much fun as a four or six hour game. So I oh, just want to just want to sure throw can. that out there. Yeah, but Kevin also makes uh, has a really great time playing with twenty six players. So <laughs> you know, not all of us are as gifted as he is. Yeah, I mean, I mean to be fair, I, I'm not knocking anybody's style of play, and and I can see that being good for other people. For me, if I leave a session at four hours on the game master, I'd be like. Man, I, I've only got 52 weeks out of the year. And, and then it's like one of the things where it's like, no, we only play every other week. I'm like, what are you kidding me? How are we supposed well, to get anything done? You know, so well, the other thing is style. Just, yeah. Well, the other thing is, is having a story that has a plot arc that yeah. is satisfying within that two hour time period. Yeah, exactly. Right. Sure. And, and, um, yeah. and just, you know, I just didn't want people to dismiss like it. I mean, in, in mm -hmm. the, go on what you just said. I mean, when I was running my old Defiler campaign with the 26 players, I, I mean, those those are twelve to fourteen hour game sessions. We were all young and insane, so you know, <laughs> play from seven in, at, at night till like nine or ten the next morning. Uh, so yeah, I'm into epic <laughs> as well. Well, the, la the last game I ran was when I was in Germany, and that they only gave me six hours, and I really felt like I was under a time crunch. I was like, man, okay, well, six hours, and this. Those sessions at the six hour mark, I was like, I'm now I'm ready for more. And they're like, Yeah, I got things to do. We gotta go. And I'm like, dang it. So well, it's yeah, like but everybody's it's, style is different. Well, and for me, it's just I'm just different, right? Because I can sit on a panel or I can do an interview like this. I can go for a, a long time. It doesn't really drain me. me. But if I'm in a game and it's to be presented to others, yeah, I, get I don't it. know. It's uh it go it was kind of goes back to like Heathen Dog asked me if I could join for that Call of Cthulhu game. And in the middle of this whole Kickstarter, I was like, I just, I didn't have the energy to, to, to game and, I don't know, have my game face on for, for four hours. But then I came on your live stream for an hour and I was like, oh, we're just chilling. I can answer questions all day long, right? And it's just, that's just something about my personality and energy levels. So I get it. Yep. You know. All right, let's, uh, let's just say, uh, do I put more money into Kickstarter or do a couple of Palladium Christmas packages? <laughs> oh, that's a tough one. I would say, so here's the deal. The Kickstarter, if there's exclusive stuff you want, get that now. I agree. Just to be honest, you yeah. know, the, the Palladium Christmas package, it's going to be around uh, next year, right? Yeah. And you're going to be able to get the same books. But there's a lot of stuff in this Kickstarter I just don't want fans to miss out on. I, I, I agree completely. On one hand, you know, with the surprise package, you know, you can get a bunch of cool stuff and it's fun and exciting. And it is a surprise because you're never sure what you're going to get. So it, it's fun. But... You know, right now there's so much cool stuff, and, and there's stretch goals. So that's the other thing. When you know, people were like, "Oh, you guys don't have a lot of stretch goals." Well, the new stretch goals are all at a hundred thousand. Mm -hmm. So we're really trying to incentivize people at the last minute to upgrade their pledge or jump in if they weren't going to jump yep. in otherwise. So now is a great time to jump in and help us break some of those stretch goals yep. and unlock a lot of really cool stuff. Absolutely. So, okay. At the Radical Rogue level, just how many minis, including the Fugitoid, are included? Well, it's both miniature sets. So I think each one is eight and nine, but with Fugitoid, that would be nine for the Heroes set at this point, I believe. Because you've got the four TMNT, uh, Casey Jones, yeah, Splinter. Like nine, nine or ten. Yeah. The other one's like uh, ten or eleven. And there's two... Utrams and their robot bodies and then Fugitoid. So I believe that's nine. And then I believe it's nine for the villain set until we unlock um, like Doc Farrell and the Triceraton, yeah. which are yeah. lined up. So. Okay. 
Yeah. Just reading about the Triceratons now. The, uh, so the terror bears are a little smaller than the turtles. So we're giving you like an extra terror bear. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. So the villain set has like one more mini because the terror bears are small. Yeah. It's all about size. Biokidos asks, uh, uh, asks if they can give basics on the stretch goal adventure. Can you do? Has it even been outlined yet? We've been talking with Sophie about it, but I mean, it's not. It's not completely yeah, I, written I or anything yet. No, we want to lock. I mean, that'd be locking us into something that's it's a stretch goal. <laughs> so it's, it's about a, it's a true things. stretch goal. It's a true stretch goal of it doesn't exist yet. You know, it's small, it's yeah. short, it's an intro adventure with pre-generated characters. So if you liked the Titan Robotics, we did an intro adventure yeah. with pre-generated characters. If you enjoyed that, it's the same kind of offering, right? So you can jump in with the and the, we're going to have the turtles available as you know, easily printed out pre-generated characters, right? Um, that, that you could take to a con or introduce to your friends at your local gaming group or whatever. Um, and that's that's the idea. But it's it's uh, it's a short um, on eight and a half by 11 pages, maybe like three to four pages total. Um, you know, maybe a little more. Yeah, I mean, it depends. It just depends, it, but it's, it's not uh, written yet, you know. So, but it's, it's, it, it's, it's, it's designed to be, a, you know, you play one good, you know, short uh, two to Depending on how fast you play, and kind stuff. of a convention adventure, three-hour yeah type of session. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it might be a little, it might be longer than that. It, it's hard to say. Um, and we've kicked around a variety of different ideas, um, back and forth, and and we think we know where we want to go, but you know, it might change, which is why I don't want to. Yeah. Say, oh yeah, it'll be, it'll start in our you time. Because as soon as you say one thing, everybody's going to lock right. in on that. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's likely to involve the Sparrow Eagles. Um, oh, cool. So I mean, Sophie's a big fan of the Sparrow Eagles and um, and Trans D, of course, and so it's probably going to have some of those themes. But yeah. we're just we don't want to lock into something that you know we're just not one hundred percent on. So I hope you don't mind the, the honest answer. I, no, I, I want the honest answer. Forget <laughs> chat. <laughs> but I mean, but but I will say, hey, if you know the fans really enjoyed the Titan Robotics um, introductory adventure, and I think you'll mm -hmm. really enjoy um, this adventure too, because you know Sophie writes. You know, great stories in the comics that have, and and then she's working with Kevin um, to uh, make something really cool for people to enjoy um, as an, you know dip their toe into this. So, unless I missed something in chat, I think this one's about miniatures. But uh, what was the deal with Usagi Yojimbo? Uh, people keep asking about if we can include Usagi Jimbo, and the answer so far is no. I mean, <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's a it's a completely different IP, IP owned by a completely different. Yeah, one of the things is we have we did get permission to put, you know, uh, Fugitoid in here as a stretch goal, you know. But part of the bonus of that is that you know his art was he's already depicted in some of the art in the comics and stuff. So you know, and uh, it's technically a separate IP, but it's very closely related because it was also created by you know Peter Laird and Kevin Eastman. So, um, but you, you know, Usagi Jimbo is something completely different, and people keep asking about it, and I've said I'm taking notes and I'm asking. The questions to our licensors um you also have to understand that i've been sending back and forth like a bajillion emails with them so i actually asked the question and i don't know if they saw it because it was in the middle of a completely different conversation um you it know it was more pressing yeah. yeah there's way more pressing stuff going on so you know um i'm taking notes for the future but you know we'll we'll, we'll stay in up here as one of our contributing artists maybe uh will it include yusagi yojimbo maybe that's you know a lot of this stuff is still kind of in 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 the works yeah but you know we can we say for sure no 
So the, the, many moving parts. Yeah. yeah, we'd love to include him in this or other future stuff, but you know, um, yeah. we can't make any promises on this. And and it's uh, there's just a lot of stuff going on that's, you know, like getting you the full page to page spread previews. I mean, that's that's how they're going to look in the book when you open the book. That's mm -hmm. the whole idea, right? Um, that's why I wanted to make sure that they weren't just pre presented as single pages; they're two page spreads. You know, that's you know, to me, that's really important <laughs> so you know other stuff has taken a back priority but we're listening so all right uh let's see what was this one what is it like to pour over and update eric wujic's work work that's 40 plus years old well i mean he's a freaking legend um i mean and and you know for me as a kid that this is the first rpg i ever owned and personally read i mean i played DD with some of my buddies i played some west End star wars but um it's it's kind of surreal because i grew up reading eric wujic stuff and obviously i was reading it at the time you know close to the time it was written but now i go back and i'm not a kid anymore obviously i've studied game design and i've been working in the industry for a while i'm a writer and uh and and also you know parlance game parlance has changed so it's, it's kind of interesting because some of that stuff it's just like slightly different turns of phrase that are a little older um you know, and so some of that I'll change. But in general, like this stuff is it's just really solid. You know, um, a lot of times like when it it comes down, like you saw on the page with the basic combat rules and initiative, mm -hmm. it's just how can I break this out a little more and bold the different scenarios? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's just more a, of a little bit of a presentation difference, yeah, not just, a rewrite in any yeah, sense. Of no, word. I mean, I mean, Eric, it's not. Uh, was an amazing writer and an amazing yeah. game designer. I mean, he was a true genius when it so came to game I, design. I, I'm, I mean, my goal is I'm, I'm not trying to change anything that, I, that I don't think Eric would, 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 would. Uh, I'm trying to do what I think Eric would do if he was part of the project or if he was going to re review it and edit it himself, right? So um, that's that's how Kevin and I are approaching this whole thing. Is it's a lot of this is a huge homage to Eric, and um, and also Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird, right? And I mean. They're still with us, fortunately, but you know, um, we this is a, a huge homage to to all and you know the everyone Kevin's involved. original concept and everyone else involved, and so that's been an honor to take the lead on that. Yeah, we we you know we've actually gotten some inquiries from people saying, well, you know, are are you going to talk about Eric in the book? And it's like, of course we are. I mean, how could you we, not? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, his name's still on the freaking cover. You know, of course. We're acknowledging Eric and in, in his contributions, and there'll be, uh, you know, one of the things I'm going to be writing up is, in fact, I already have a loose uh, outline for is, um, you know, the history of of the books, you know, what, how it happened, how Eric got involved, uh, and I've talked about it in various interviews already, but. You know, there'll be much more detail and, and it'll be fun and you know eric was one of my closest dearest friends so um you know of course he's going to be remembered in this yeah yeah well this again this is again just for me it's a a huge passion project and it comes full circle since this is how i got into role playing how i, I got in and, and and found palladium um but it was funny because First I did this, then I did Ninjas and Super Spies. So I actually read a lot of Eric Wujic before I started reading Kevin Sambita, um, <laughs> when I got into riffs and things like that. But yeah, no, I mean, there's just a lot of respect for that original material. But at the same time, we, we, we do want it to feel 
fresh and and and, and not not new as in something completely new but 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 yeah polished. like a polished oh, modern yeah. modern product again the redux is we found we thought when we finally found that term we felt like that really fit what we're trying to do here okay it is you know the director's cut with <laughs> obviously the, the director's absent right but we're doing our best to do what we think he so we can get seven versions like blade runner <laughs> no well, you're getting a lot of variant covers <laughs> yeah, so kind of <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, and you're getting the black, white, and red edition. I mean, it's it is kind of like having different endings or, or, or presentation of core story elements. So, all right, Law Dog here uh, says. I just got, uh, by the way, I just got a text from Jeff, so we'll be posting that update very soon. Oh, sweet. <laughs> that's awesome. Again, exclusive um, here. We had it first. You had it that's first. Law to it. <laughs> <laughs> Dog says this looks amazing. A Legion of Myth. I blame you for my poverty. Don't worry. I'm I'm in the doghouse already as it is. So you can blame me all you want. Uh, since finding you guys have given Kevin and Sean about thousand dollars, and the number keeps climbing. So there we wow. go. Appreciate well, we hope that. you enjoy everything we've given you in you, return. I know you will. Thank you. I know you will. Thank you so much. Oops, got to get rid of that you one. You won't be disappointed. I've d I debated putting this one up or not uh, because I think the answer is pretty simple. But a few people asked it, so I'm going to put up. Sure. Have have perception roles been added to this book? Um, I've had people asking about that. I haven't. We haven't added. We them haven't yet. yet. Um, but we might. We might. I mean, I don't know if that's. Maybe you should do a poll. I don't know. <laughs> Um, we, 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 you know, we're not against it, but, um, you know, I will say I, I've been using perception roles more and more as I write more recent books, you know, over the last few years. Uh, so I can see why people might want them. They're, they're kind of a nice, nice element. It, whether we put them in this, I'm not sure. Cause I mean, they weren't an aspect of the original game, although it wouldn't unbalance it at all. So, right. you know, maybe. I am, my opinion for what it's worth, because I got a bully pulpit right now, is I wouldn't want it in this book simply because personally, I just like it to stay as much yeah. the original as possible. But going cool. forward, since it's what in Dead Rain or something, if if especially if you've been adding it to the games, I think that should be yeah in like every book going forward. But I'm just yeah, one weirdo's opinion. So I don't know. When I was a kid, we didn't. You know, we were we. we we basically handled everything through like prowl rolls and stuff if yep. that was necessary. Yeah, yeah. Was, if you failed something, like, then you were noticed. Yeah. Role playing or I, detecting I, I sneak or... Look or, or you know, like for me in a role playing game, if if you know my my group walked into a room and they're all talking and goofing around and stuff, then no, they don't notice. They don't notice shit. <laughs> but if you know you got that one guy going, well, everyone else is talking and goofing around. I'm looking around. Do I see X, Y, and Z? Then, oh yeah, guess what? You you do because you're making that effort. Um, so. Yeah, Blading was designed as a more narrative, yeah. right? I mean, it's explicitly narrative system, but but I do like perception roles, and, and that was a concept by C.J. Carolla that was first introduced in uh, Nightbane. Nightbane, okay. I thought folks here said Dead Rain, but. Uh... I'm, I'm I mean, it's, it, it's also in Dead Rain. It's in Dead Rain. It's been, like I said, I've been adding it to more and more things okay. uh, much, much more frequently because it's something people really seem to enjoy and gravitate to. I think it's very intuitive. You know, roll a die. Do I notice this or that? You know, and I think it's easy for the game master, too, where you, instead of having to sit down and think about it, you know, he can just go, oh, you made your roll. Yes, you see this or no, you don't see nothing. Gotcha. Uh, folks, uh, we're coming up on the two-hour mark, and I didn't actually want to have a four-hour live stream, but I've just got a few more things to do, so we're going to change. Uh, as long as these gentlemen are willing to stay, uh, I want to I change a little bit.
because there are still some palladium things to talk about. And I definitely want to talk about the Megaversal Ambassador. I'm not holding you guys here. If you need to go, I know you guys are really busy. You can, you can make the decision. No, um, this is important to us. I mean, yeah. getting the word out, right, is really important to us. And, well, you know. And, and I want to say, um, Max, you and Heathen, Heathen Dog do a, a really great job. You ask insightful questions. And, uh, you know, one of the things we have in our Christmas surprise package uh, when, when people fill that out and give us a list of 12 right or 15 back. things, they uh, we have a comment section. Mm-hmm. And, and I have to say, we get a lot of your viewers saying, man, I love it when you and Sean are on the show. Um, oh, wow. You know, we, we love the, the, the stuff that, that Max and Heathen Dog are, are, are doing, how they talk about Palladium stuff. They make it fun. They make it in-depth. They make it, you know, it just, we've gotten a lot of really, really, really positive feedback. I, honestly, I don't think there's a single day of grab bags where at least one person doesn't mention, I learned about this from uh, a Legion of Myth, or thank you for coming to Legion, to the Legion of Myth. So well, thank you, chat. That's you guys are doing that. I appreciate that. I'm not going to take a compliment, so I'll say thank you. Uh, but no, I, I really do appreciate that. But I don't, I don't, I don't tell people to do it. I think I've suggested a couple of them. Like, hey, because we can do it everywhere. Like, you know, go watch the show. Tell them Legion missed you. You know, but no, no, no. This, this is not on that, but yeah. that kind of thing. This has been, man. We we appreciate you being on there. You know, that's keep great. Coming on the show, we really, you know, we really enjoy it. So, you know, we're happy to do that. I appreciate uh, that. Well, I know you guys. Like I said, I know you guys are busy, so I, I don't want to. I don't want to usurp your time, but I we do. I do have some more uh, questions to, to knock out here, um, and these are ones that keep coming up. These are generic Palladium ones. Again, I know you've answered a few of these even on our show, but they keep coming up, and especially with the new TMNT coming up, people are starting. You know how people forward think, like, oh, what does sure. this mean going forward? Um, the first one is this. I think I get this one the most. Does this mean we're going to eventually get Palladium Fantasy RPG third edition? And now before you answer, please no third edition. A revised, revised, a, re- a redux, revised, whatever, you know, whatever condition. I know some people love first, uh, some people love second, but as is for me is good enough. But, uh, you know, I could see it getting this same type of love. What are your thoughts on that? So, as everyone should know by now, our, our policy is really not to talk about our future. Oh, I, I separate for two plans. seconds and you start pulling this crap? <laughs> yes, I did. And so, yes, oh, that's, no, oh, so everyone, that's the that five-year plan. We're cutting off the stream. Thanks We're for cutting asking, off the stream. Max. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, coming out with... You have all the in-depth secrets now, everyone. No, Sean. <laughs> what, what was the question? Oh, it was... Go ahead. Uh, well, just uh, like I was telling him, I'm going to use the disclaimer on this one as much as I love those, right? Um, because the fact this is the number one question I am asked, and that and now they're tying it in with the TMNT thing, which is, is Palladium Fantasy Third Edition going to be a thing? So, well, we don't talk about future releases. I there mean, we go. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, oh, by the way, I just posted the update. So, uh, if the fans will do us a favor. If you notice that I, I misspelled anything, if there's any typos that somehow our team missed, please let me know. I can still update it for the next 25 minutes. So <laughs> we have 30 <laughs> minutes I can make updates. So if you look at the update and you see any mistakes in there, please let us know so I can go fix it. 
<laughs> before it's permanent. So, um, but yeah, just wanted to get that out there so that fans can see it. And and also one of the things that's cool in there is you can see uh, Kevin Eastman's drawing for yeah. the new cover, the new variant cover. It's yeah, it's his color rough. It's, yeah, it looks freaking. It's it's amazing. Yeah. He really knows how to put something together, put together a composition. Um, All right, we'll take a look at that in just a moment. I have it saved here. Uh, on the same vein, uh, and Sean and I, I think we've talked about this. I don't know if Kevin, you were on that, but uh, a Palladium starter set, something like. And I, my my take is this TMNT thing is almost that because if you compare it to say Riffs, TMNT is a, a stripped well, down version of. That's it. that's the whole idea, right? I mean, Kevin originally designed this book. Right. I mean, it's very different than than a lot of Palladium games because it was designed to be imminently approachable, quickly playable, mm -hmm. has a lot of tons of adventure material and NPCs in it, um, really fun character building rules. And so um, we're really glad that everyone's excited about what's coming next. Um, and just just rest assured, I mean, one of our big focuses is is kevin being able to write the books that only kevin can write but also doing a lot of the stuff that you guys have in mind so yeah. uh, again we're not ready to announce anything yeah, specific i, 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 I want to say you know that, that despite some rumors to the contrary we are always listening yeah. very intently to what you guys want what you guys would love the to fans. see yeah so you know we listen to our fan base and maybe we can't do it as quick as you, as you would like, or we do it in a different way. Um, but we're hearing you. We're doing it. Um, you know, the team and T books, an example of that. Um, the, the us doing hard covers of our existing books are examples of that. There's all kinds of examples. Yeah, of, the updates you're, gonna, you're seeing that we've just discussed in some of the texts, yeah. for instance. Those are direct requests. So from we fans. listen and we hear you. Right, and we felt like this was a great opportunity to, to prototype and try out some of this stuff. And and we we will keep in mind and consider just about anything. And you know, and 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 I, you know, I do run a play test game, right? And so there's things that we've been trying out and 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 knocking around. So and yeah. Kevin and I have a lot of long discussions plans. and big plans. So yeah, we're really excited to do a lot of the things that people are asking about, but we also want to make sure it's in the right timing. There's a lot, there's a, there's a lot of things we want to do. There's a lot of things that we have to do internally that, you know, without boring the shit out of our fans, um, we're talking about stuff that, you know, why, you know, like going into business details on, yeah. you know, uh, book printing yeah. costs and stuff. I mean, you know, um, but you have to grok some of that, to grok the rest of why yeah. we're structuring things we are. But if you're happy about what you're seeing, if you're excited about getting Titan Robotics and seeing all the different remaster work on the PDFs, if you're excited about the new layouts, if you're excited about this new color work and full color layout, right? Um, and these it's hard just covers, the beginning. This, is, this, is, this is our plans unfolding. So... We're glad you backed at the Time Lord too, <laughs> but it's cool because yeah, Time Lord, you get every every stretch goal, you get it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, isn't that really cool? I'm just gonna keep that up for a while. <laughs> yeah, we, we, That's we, just we were. Uh, we, we, I have no problem with that. So you know, we were waiting and waiting and waiting forever to, to see this thing. And, and again, you have to understand, this is a labor of love for everybody. So Kevin when we finally yeah. got this, or just before we got this. Kevin, you know, emails us and says, look, I'm really, I have to apologize for this taking so long. I really want it to be special. I want it 
to and he's been of, he's been at conventions. I don't know when this guy sleeps. Yeah, he's been he's been he went to the dedication of yep. their hometown yep. uh, memorial he meets marker with Peter Laird every Sunday. Right. I, I mean, it's like, anyways, he's like, yeah, I, I've been kicking around a bunch of ideas, but I'm not really happy with them. Um, it's going to be like another week. I hope you guys don't mind. We're like, no, man, make it everything you want it to be because he wanted it to kind of also homage the original cover but not be, be, the but same. be very yeah. different at the same time and oh baby <laughs> I mean, it's his it. creation if he wants to make it better who's going to say no <laughs> right so i mean yeah i mean and, and again he insisted on doing a new cover painting i mean i we weren't even going to ask you know um well, we probably were going to ask, but we weren't going to insist. You know what I mean? We were going to we were trying to really carefully feel out his availability and 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 what he has time for. Well, and Sean's right. I mean, we we really assumed that we assumed that Kevin would not have the time to do right. something like this, which is why we reached out to Freddie, and and had him do both both covers for for the main book, and and then the first words out of Kevin's mouth were. I want to do a new cover painting. And, and we're like, fantastic. You know, and everyone's heard the story where Sean's like, oh, but but Kev, we, we already have this amazing cover and we don't want to piss off Freddie. And, <laughs> and, and I'm like, it's all right, Sean. We'll do a variant. And then he's like, well, but then we need a variant for the other, you know, book. The, the other book. And I'm like, Sophie's dying to do a cover. Yeah. <laughs> we'll he's, like, do. he's like, don't you remember three, like last week, Sophie was like, I really want to do a, a cover uh, uh, for this. And I was like, you know, Kevin, that it's perfect, you know, and they're happy. <laughs> and you're happy. The fans and we're Absolutely. happy. We're yeah. happy. It's exciting. And yeah. Um, but at the same time, we just didn't, I mean, we, you know, we've been bowled over by the enthusiasm from all the creators, yeah, all the team and creators, creators that have been involved, and we we had no idea that Sophie plays Palladium yeah. every week. I mean, that's like I was like, no way, and it's been crazy. You yeah. know, we we knew Freddie Williams, you know, was a Palladium fan. Yeah. Um, we know that uh, Stephen Cummings is a Palladium gamer, you know, but there's, you know, we, you know, but there's certain people you just did. We didn't, we hadn't met so far. No, yeah, right. And, you and know, so, I'm reading her comics, you know, and I'm loving her work, but I, you know, and I do see the homages to it, but, you know, somehow it never dawned on me that she was actively playing TMNT or uh, Heroes Unlimited and Ninjas and Super Spies. And, what I like to hear from that is, I mean, to, in my experience, to be yeah, riffs, 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 riffs. You get the occasional Beyond the Supernatural or Heroes Unlimited or something in there, but it's riffs, Robotech, riffs, 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 Robotech. I love the fact that I'm hearing that she plays uh, Heroes Unlimited. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, um, and like I said, her 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 knowledge of After the Bomb and TMNT, it, it's pretty encyclopedic. So that's always fun. Well, and <laughs> she she also plays Palladium Fantasy, and she's apparently obsessed with troglodytes. Yes, so she, yes, that's right. She, she made me promise that the next time I do something with troglodytes, uh, that she gets to illustrate it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's been really exciting and great. And and again, uh, I know some fans were frustrated when they couldn't see everything at the beginning, but it really was just we announced the project, you know, when it was official, and then the reception has just been spectacularly and it, it, even amongst the creatives just explosive that's amazing so um just you, so folks, you know, you, anything you create you don't go into it going gee this is probably gonna suck you know <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were really excited about this but it's just gone 
oh, whole yeah. next it's, level. It's, so. it's, it's, I mean, honestly, it is more than we had imagined. I mean, I mean, we were hoping that, you know, Kev would be involved and, and Pete and, you know, some of the other artists, but we had no idea when we reached out to people, whether they would say yes or no to doing a tribute page or, you know, whether they would just shit something out or whether they turn <laughs> oh, masterpieces. And then, like, and, like, and then there's artists clawing their way to, like Mike Ruth, you know, talking to Freddie Williams and going, I want to do one. Yeah, how do I get in? We, 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 <laughs> yeah, it's like, you're in, man. Like, yeah. They're clawing in through the window like terror bears. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just for the folks who sent a couple of super chats in, I'm going to get to those, but those are going to be in a, in a moment because I want to stay in, on this theme here as we keep that image on the screen. Um, two other questions. Now, these are, um, one of these I really agree with, and I, and I wanted to word it well. One of the complaints I got, I, I, maybe I shouldn't say complaint, but suggestions, I guess, was that I got. And I was like, really, I'm on board with this one, is how do you run a game or explain riffs while using more SDC? And the example this guy gave was, look, every time you go into a town, what is the point of SDC? Because the shotgun doesn't matter. Uh, SDC vehicles don't matter. Everybody's running around with Wilkes, you know, 4-4 four, four or whatever, 7s. Well, shotgun uh, doesn't it, matter unless you load it with like triax shells well um, let, let, let me let me let me jump in well, here, also, let me just make a comment too because the shotgun's a great example is if you're going up against sdc opponents you really need that and if you're going up against opponents like say a vampire or a werewolf that's affected by silver and you got a silver load in your shotgun or your pistol or your rifle you know it very much comes into play uh you know if you're hunting you know to feed yourself um, yeah, you don't want to like you not vaporize, vapor, the yeah, vaporize a deer. Exactly. Exactly what I was going to say. You know, it, it's you got to play the game with a little bit of nuance and think about what your environment Yeah, is. because you're essentially wielding an anti tank cannon, right? And it's funny. We've been kind of talking about this lately. <laughs> no, well, the, part, actually, yeah. yeah, I was going to say. So it's so funny because you were talking about uh, the previous conversation we had about um, you want an. A space opera, okay. but like space, we're, we're going to talk about that after wait, the stream. Let me talk, let me talk. <laughs> space, like a Star Trek style space yeah. exploration that's SDC. But the funny thing, as I said to Kevin, is I said, you know, the funny thing is, is the original Star Trek and 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 the, especially the Next Generation, because um, I grew up watching a lot yeah. of that. Right, yeah. um, that was my first contact. Was <laughs> was Star Trek, and here's the deal: when I saw people get vaporized by a phaser. Or a disruptor, or whatever. MDC. That's how I explained MDC to my players. I said, "This is what happens if you're not wearing MDC armor and you get hit by, you know, a plasma rifle or a particle beam weapon. That's what happens. It's like what happened to that guy that you know. And so, um, or like, there's I think it's in one of the Star Trek movies. There's a bunch of episodes that has stuff like this when when Data just like lifts a giant boulder and crushes someone or he was in one of the movies, he vaporizes a town's water plant or whatever. And with, he just sets his phaser for like, I don't know, maximum. maximum and he's like, yeah. and he's like, Hey, just sent you guys back to the stone age. You want to screw with me more, you know? And he's, and so, you know, that to me, that was so riffs. So it's just kind of funny yeah. that you were like, you know, focusing on, on Star Trek being SDC. I think the thing is, is a game master needs to carefully yes. monitor what's going on when it's a fist fight on the you know when the, the the bridge crew all get some virus and they all become hyper aggressive and and get into a fist fight it's sdc you know but even in their 
fevered minds pulling a phaser and atomizing one of their crewmates is something that doesn't come to mind. As gamers, there's a, that's a little more nuanced than what a, a, a especially new role players might might do. But I mean, I don't know. Um, when I played uh, a, a campaign in Phase World, I remember they were in a section where they weren't the characters weren't armed with a lot of mega damage stuff, and um, one of the characters didn't have mega damage armor. And I'm like, okay, you're chasing this guy. He's the spy snuck a mega damage, you know, basically a Derringer, one of the Neroni Derringers, into um, a, a spaceport at Phase World, and I said. If you get shot, your character could die. We're gonna go straight by these, mm -hmm. you know, these 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 rules. And his character ended up bleeding out in the middle of a hallway after getting shot by a mega damage derringer, right? And then another hero barely survived the fight, um, you know, with like a concealed vibroblade or something, or maybe it was a bionic fibroblade. But you know, and they and and he the and his other character just were kicking the crap out of each other. Um, but landing a, a blow with the, with a mega damage weapon was a real big deal in that fight. So, yeah. so yeah, that's, that's how I think you handle it. And and it, is, it, is, it is tricky and, and, and FYI to everybody, I have no problem if you just want to ignore mega damage or go, a, go, go, go with the SDC times 10 or SDC times a hundred, um, or five uh, or whatever know, or, works for you, or, or right? just even straight, you know, the thing's got, you know, Glitter Boy 700 S, uh, MDC, and you just make it 700 SDC and, and maybe give it a high uh, AR. Uh, AR armor rating, you know, so you know, nothing under a, a 19 does any effect And that's to it. the conversion book. I mean, it's conversion book one, that's uh, you cool. know, has a lot of great stuff for that too, if you want to do that in your campaigns. And uh, th this hits it right on the head. Players GMs defaulting to MDC characters, MD weapons for every scenario. And, and what I think that's kind of what you guys are saying too. It's like, you got, you got to have that nuance. You've got, you've got to play it right. But I can tell you, I shouldn't say the word right. You should, you should play it uh, uh, more creative, create, Creatively, there we go. There's a word. Uh, or, or, or carefully consider in the story structure mm -hmm. how that impacts things. But trying to pull those MDC weapons from characters, and or MDC armor and MD weapons from characters is is a challenge because they don't want to give them up. I'm not taking off my armor. I mean, Heathen Dog says this really well. Hey, you like, can't go into the town. Right. You can't buy food. Yeah. I mean, I've done, I've done that relentlessly with my players where it's like, yeah. even if it's just a wilderness town where you just can't carry long arms and you can't be wearing like heavy body armor. You know, I've made that very clear that I'm like, yeah. hey, you can wear medium or below. You can you can have a sidearm, you know, a knife, but you can't bring in yeah. your automatic grenade launcher. I, I wish I had pointed <laughs> that out more in some of the, the, the writing that I had done where, yeah, in my mind, there's a lot of towns just like, you know, Northern Gun where... Yeah, and you see it in cowboy movies where it's like, I'm sorry, sir, you, you have to turn in your gun until you leave town. Mm -hmm. right? Because we're, we're a peaceable town. Um, you know, I, I, I figure yeah, a lot of that towns and stuff, yeah. uh, like in my mind, every, every town, no matter how large or small, if, you know, large towns have have an army or, or, or militia, you, you know, you know these city gates towns, and things like that. And these little towns and communities they got to have some kind of champion. And you're an outsider. It, well, exactly. And and so, you know, and if you say, well, well, you know, F you, I'm not going to turn over my gun or take off my armor. They've got some champion who may be a cyber knight or, a, 
in metamorph uh, dragon. dragon or you know a glitter boy, a, a, a glitter boy or, or a cyborg gunslinger who's going to say well i'm the sheriff here right you know or and, a glitter boy and his cyborg gunslinger buddy right and his hatchling dragon right buddy, right right and by the way they've got other buddies that if you just murder them out of hand are going to come after you and now you're the bad guys but i never really spelled that out and i and i wish i had that's one of those things that i can go back that would appear in one of the you know first world books or someplace I, it just for to me, me it was common sense for me riffs always felt very wild west mm -hmm. because right. it's it's an unruly america yeah <laughs> um and i'm from texas right um and i've, I've consumed a whole america. lot of wild west stuff right so um I would just say that, yeah, I think if you want to know how to handle this, go watch some some of the old, the the old great westerns, and you sure. can see how to handle a lot of this stuff in in these kind of contexts. And yeah, and 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 go go watch those movies. I mean, you know, murdering people has consequences. I mean, that's how you get whole plot lines for for movies and 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 old west uh, stuff is is about getting a posse when someone just guns someone down out of hand mm -hmm. um, or unfairly or whatever. And so I think that that's a perfect way to approach it. In it takes risk. a little effort on the game master side to have that verisimilitude, so to speak, to say, hey, you know, not everybody runs around with uh, with MD weapons, but you anger enough people, they'll call in somebody who can. Right. And I, I, I think take your cue from from I mean, I, I know a lot of people are genuinely asking these questions. They're not trying to be obtuse. And so I'm saying, yeah, definitely. That might be a great starting point for you. Go watch some classic Clint Eastwood movies. Right. And uh, some classic John Wayne movies. Um, and uh, you're going to start to understand. I mean, in, in, in essentially, too, if you go, say, watch uh, some old Akira Kurosawa stuff, um, if you didn't have a katana and you weren't highly trained in like how to use your farm implements like a nunchuck to fight people or a bow staff. Um, a katana in ancient Japan or medieval Japan was, was equivalent to a mega damage weapon, right? It just starts taking limbs off and uh, killing people in, in a couple of blows. So just kind of keep that stuff in context if you can, and that can help you out, I think. I, I agree with everything, and I've never had a problem handling it, but I do understand, because you know how gamers are when it comes to the books. They, they want that well, power fantasy, and that, that's, well, me, that's right. me as well. So they're going to try to find a way, or, like, I don't want to talk about other games here, but Earthdawn was one that where my friend Bob, he was like, why do I have to have a spell book on me? And even the creator of the game says a, a, a mage would never get rid of his spell book. It's his journal. It's because you don't have to memorize like in Dungeons and Dragons in that game. It's his journal. It's all his notes. It's basically everything about him. And there's this thing where he pretty much binds it to himself. And Bob's like, then why would I ever have it on me? It doesn't make sense. Like you're not you're not understanding the nuance of this, Bob. This is this is who you are. Yeah, you're trying to power game and you're ignoring yeah. the plot. Exactly. Right. And yeah, that's not role playing. Well, and I don't know if you're just playing a role. Stop me if you already <laughs> talked about this. But I mean, also game masters think about consequences. If you got people who came to town and they're all decked out in all their gear and they just start blowing people away or doing whatever they want. They're the baddies. They're the they're, Yeah, your, your heroes just became the bad guys. They're they're the ruly cowboy gang that just rode into town, you know, hooting and hollering and shooting and mm -hmm. getting drunk and causing trouble. And they're going to get their butts kicked by somebody. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, look at, look at the Mandalorian. Look at Star yeah. Wars. I mean, 
um, a lightsaber's mega damage, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the Mandalorian's descendant, you know, the the was it Boba Fett's disintegration rifle, the Mandalorian his yeah. that big two strong plasma type rifle he has, yeah, you the know, armor. the armor. I mean, that's all examples of what happens when people uh, are wielding really high damage weapons in a mixed environment, right? Mm -hmm. um, so that's 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 the basics of how to handle it. Um, I got gotcha. you. Uh, uh, I had another question here. Uh, how do you guys handle going the opposite direction, MDC to SDC? Now there are conversion books for that, first of all. But uh, how how would you like somebody like me? Now I've done this before, but see what your answer is on this. Uh, I'll take something out of Rifts and put it into After the Bomb. Use the so, conversion book one has great yeah. SDC conversions. Yeah. Just you know what 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 or, or, what fits. Yeah. Right. And so, and it's okay to not be specific. Like, oh, did I get this down to the point right? I don't even do that. When I bring it over, I just look at like, okay, these guys got you know uh, 100, 150 SDC. Uh, they could probably handle a creature like this. So if I bring this over, well, it's got seven hundred MDC. Yeah, I think seven hundred SDC works for main body. But let's well, let's tweak the the limbs a little bit. That's been the approach for a while too. Like, so you know, if you want to take like some of the monsters out of the Rift's Bestiary One and use them in your Palladium Fantasy game or whatever, yeah, um, yeah they don't do mega damage; they just do SDC, yeah. and they don't have mega damage; they just have SDC. Yeah, you know? exactly. And, it says it in the books. I, I yeah. just have it so that you know the easy thing to do is, right back. you know, to just figure. You know, if it does, you know, forty-six MDC in an SDC world, it does forty-six SDC. You know, and again, use your logic if it's big and huge and, you know, it's the size of a freaking elephant, um, <laughs> you know, maybe that should be, you know, double that or, sure. you know, 1d6 times 10. Um, what saddens me a little bit, I see a lot of younger and more modern players afraid to modify things mm -hmm. and be flexible and they shouldn't be. You shouldn't be afraid to do that. Just, you know, make your decision and stick with it and, and listen to your players. If it's working, it you did a good job. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and if it's not working, yeah, think about it and, and, and tweak it for your next game. Um, well, and, and think about the repercussions, too, in this way. Um, one of my favorite games, it was so off the cuff, we were using... Uh, we're playing Savage Rifts. I didn't mind to cut you off. If you no, you're okay. Okay, cool. You're good. Um, we were playing Savage Rifts, and my one of my friends they were making a navigation roll and they critically failed it. And I was like, uh oh, something goes wrong. They got lost in the wilderness, and and then I rolled for a random event, and they ended up getting um, a ley line storm that turned it had explosive, you know, unstable rifts, and they're popping. And one got one of the <laughs> one of the heroes got pulled into this thing and then the rest of the group was like oh no and they like turned their vehicle around and went and drove into the the unstable rift after him to save him right and um they get to the other side and i rolled there's a bunch of great tables in the savage rifts game master's handbook for stuff like this but i was like okay guys give me like 10 minutes you know let's take a you know a snack break or whatever i rolled some stuff on tables and they were in an alternate you know they were near that location but in an alternate earth and in the 1800s and <laughs> and i was like okay what can i do here they're you know they were south they were they were south they were near that they were working in the for the tomorrow legion and so they were they were basically in the louisiana area and i said okay louisiana purchase hasn't happened yet 
this this you know there's like uh you know other dimensional dangers and chthonic cthulhu type threats is one of the things i rolled and then i said you know what napoleon still controls this territory but there's magic so he, he and his court wizard so napoleon they 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 saved some some uh french soldiers and some uh you know native american warriors from that are fighting these like cthulhu type monsters uh, and then they end up going to uh new orleans and then napoleon shows up with an army and they have to fight these bad guys, you know, this, 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 this demonic invasion. And they need to, to defeat them because the, the, the Chthonic enemy is trying to open a portal to an evil dimension. But the, the court wizard's like, if you can help us take that hill where the nexus point is, I can send you home instead. And so they had this huge mass battle. It was a lot of fun. But at the very end, Napoleon was like, hey. Can I can I have a, a, have you know, stuff? We're gonna this treasure. We're going to get you back to your home. But can I have a pistol from you? Can I have a sample of your armor? Can I have oh, a, this no. item and that <laughs> item? Because he wanted to try and like mm -hmm. reverse. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, yeah. And so you just think about stuff like that, right? And the players were like, they pulled, they 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 were like, they they did a whole thing to try and keep from giving him or not reveal how advanced some of their stuff was. And it led to a lot of fun role-playing. Right. And, and a lot of my, my buddies, we had a really great campaign, but they said that was one of their favorite adventures. And it was this one that was just completely procedurally generated and off the cuff, but go big or go home is what I say. And it, <laughs> it worked well, but, but keep things like that in mind because when you do crossovers, yeah, if someone can, you know, if somebody with with enough industrial knowledge or whatever can get a hold of the right techno wizardry item, even or or energy weapon or whatever. I mean, that could be a big deal. We too. become alternate history. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. By the way, kids, uh, this is why you study history and Cthulhu. <laughs> but you're absolutely right. The perfect marriage of both insanity. Well, that's the thing too is when you're the, building these things and doing these things, draw from everything. Draw from your favorite comic books. Draw from your favorite um, the movies. Draw from your you know favorite time in well, history, and that's or, or weird events or or urban myths or everything. Everything right. is a resource that you, as a game master, can draw upon and weave into your games. And yeah, there's something we that Kevin and I have talked about we want to do more in the future, but we really enjoyed, and we tried to call it out a little more clearly, and it doesn't sound like a lot of text, but in Titan Robotics, one of the things is, one of the chapters is all about, hey, here's all the crazy stuff, I think it's like five, chapter four or five, all the crazy stuff that can ensue, that just could basically change the timeline for your game as a result of, this is what to do in case your character's actions, you know, affect the whole Archie um and cyberworks paradigm right and the and the plot and unveil it or this could be the alternate setting for your entire campaign where this thing has become public knowledge and now it's riffs but it's got this twist on that specific subset of archie and and cyberworks and and, and things like the shimmerians and and things like that so um yeah, just just try and think like that. Kind of think like it's like kind of like that old TV show Sliders. You know what? <laughs> you know what can you do that's going to be fun? What you can have a lot of fun with alternate dimensions and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So on alternate timelines, um, either to set up your game or as a result of your game, right? And your players' actions. So, got it. 
Cool. Well, I hope that that helps uh, answer that. The last question I had that's generic Palladium books related, and and this is one I thought I also thought about for a while, deciding like, do I want to answer or ask it? Heathen Dog and I have talked about this a bit, but in talking with other people, let's just say they don't agree. We're fine with low attributes, like because uh, basically, well, Rift's Ultimate Edition changes a little bit, but but between three and eight, uh, three and sixteen or 15 sorry 3 and 15 there's no difference so who cares you can have a 12 you can have an 8 you can have a 15 but man the amount of characters or players that we talk like oh i always roll 46 re-roll ones like 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 these power cube characters we're always like why because if you're rolling like a wolfen or something you got 46 for this attribute you're not doing that or if you got 2d6 for this other attribute you're not doing that right. why is it with this 3d6 you all feel you need to do to do got these souped up characters and again, I get it. It's power fantasy. But the actual question is, is this. Yeah, what's the question? How, how, how would you explain to people that, look, low attributes aren't bad. And how can you play a low attribute character and still have be viable and have fun in the game? Uh, it, 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 it's called uh, role playing. <laughs> um, you know, it, 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 you have to stop and think a little bit about what makes your character uh, interesting and what his strengths and weaknesses are and how he fits into that environment. Um, you know, it, it requires you to think a bit more about your character, which for me, that's what role-playing is all about. It's about character and story. So here's a great example of that. Um, Julius always liked rolling up with his original, just his, his dice rolls. And so he has this, it's funny you mentioned Wolfen, he, has, he had a Wolfen character. And uh, he, uh, you know, had, was a powerhouse. It was like a 28 strength, or maybe it was 28 speed and like a 24 or 23 strength. And IQ was five. And he played him kind of childlike in the sense that he didn't always get the idea of what's going on, but the character was still a team player um, and, uh, you know, used very simple logic. So, for example, they got bushwhacked in, in, inside this cabin uh, and Julius's Wolfen character grabs this heavy oaken chair and just coincidentally, you know how role-playing games are, it was beautiful, just is rolling these high rolls to hit, holding, rolling these high rolls to damage. So when the battle's done, the Wolfen is like, this chair is great! <laughs> and he, he ties it to his back, and it's one of his weapons now. Because when he gets into a battle and needs blunt weapons, he grabs his chair that kicked ass, and that was his... And, and it was fun, and it was funny, and it made total sense, and it and it made this character an interesting character, even though, you know, compared to the rest of the group, he was dumb as a brick. Um, but he also didn't do stupid things. Just because you, you have a low IQ doesn't mean that you're necessarily a moron or just walk around doing idiotic things, uh, although you can have fun with that too. I, I had an NPC, Fearless, who I... Uh, he, he was basically a junkie with high ideals, <laughs> and, and, and he always saw himself as a paladin, and he wasn't the brightest guy on, on the planet either. 
And like when a group said, you're not a paladin, because, you know, people, you know, guys who are real paladins are like, what the hell? You're not a paladin. He's like, I am a paladin, and I can prove it. And he pulls out the scroll that he can't read and shows it because he paid like 100 gold to be a paladin. And it's right there. It says it, and the characters you could read, it's like, sure enough, it says, you know, you're a paladin. But it's <laughs> horseshit. But the character believed in it, and the character behaved like a like a paladin because that was his goal that's awesome he, he was always heroic he would do dumbass things and get the group in trouble and in fact even being a paladin would get him in trouble sometimes because the group's like you know trying to like you know we'll just diffuse this and stuff and you know fearless would step forward and be like you lout and hand that woman and the group's like oh god <laughs> Here comes a bar fight you don't need or oh my gosh it's the son of the king he's he's messing with and you know, and he so I used that NPC as a vehicle to to you know have little adventures and side adventures and things, uh, or to move the game along sometimes by by his behavior. But you know, it was a way to use it, even though he was not your. I've got all these you know high attributes. Uh, again, if you look at all the classic characters that, that have ever been in whatever medium you want to point to classic literature, film, theater, the most memorable ones are the guys who have strengths and weaknesses who have mm -hmm. that, you know, foible or that unique characteristic that, that makes him different. And that's what you want. You want an interesting, different character. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, if you, if you set up your game to be a power game, that's fine. Just mm -hmm. remember, that's what you're doing, mm -hmm. right? And if you don't want that experience, then you maybe need to change everything from how you're choosing and rolling up characters, right? And, um, you know, there's a, uh, a lot of games out there, and Palladium actually has really great character generation, and a lot of the games like Nightbane, Heroes Unlimited, I mean, there's, and even with Turtles, like you're rolling, you're seeing what your, char your character where they came from and what your options are for the animal and your, your education and all this stuff. Um, that's, you know, that's, that's a classic palladium thing, but it's also classic like Warhammer fantasy roleplay um, is famous for, you don't start out as a knight, right? You're lucky if you, your guy was a bodyguard for somebody. <laughs> Usually you're like a milkmaid or a stable hand or, you know, a rat catcher or a grave digger, baby. Robber. Yeah. So, <laughs> Um, and all the characters have something wrong with them. Like one of my guys, his favorite character was was Ralph uh, the Halfling. I think he was a grave robber, and he had a, a lazy eye. And he, <laughs> but his best weapon and, and and combat ability was he had a sling and stone. And so he's like, "Don't worry, guys, I got this." And they're like, "Oh no!" <laughs> <laughs> the half, you know, and they're like, "Can he even see?" You know, like so, you know. It, but that's that was the whole fun part of it, right? And so, yeah, it's it depends on what your what your objective is when you're role playing. You know, is your objective to just how many coalition soldiers can we gun down? That's completely different than right. You know, and, and that's one of the things that I've heard. Right? I've heard a lot about Palladium. It's like, well, you have to have a superpowered character, otherwise you're just going to lose. And it's like, I don't find that to be true. At least in my After the Bomb games, I don't find that to be true. If that's the style you want to play, like yeah. you said, things, you know, go if for you it. Get, if, if things get out of balance in 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 riffs, that's when it's going to be the most obvious. Mm -hmm. You know, riffs is a little more difficult to 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 
because it's it's a completely new setting. It's not something that's familiar from film, like say Dead Rain is zombie apocalypse, mm -hmm. right? A lot of those tropes, uh, it, everyone kind of has a feel for it already. So Rifts does, uh, uh, you know, it, it's a little more difficult on that end. And when there are imbalances, or you know, if the game master makes a mistake, um, you know, or if the players are unruly or whatever, you can get more. Out of control. Out of control with yeah. rifts because everything's possible. Anything's possible, right? But in general, I would say that Palladium is meant to be more of a narrative game and, and not a power game. Oh, I, I, and that's why you don't get XP for killing stuff. Mm -hmm. right. right? You get you get XP for resolving the problem. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter if you killed the dragon or if you just got it to stop eating the farmer's cows. Yeah. You know? <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, you know, um, that's, you know, a rogue scholar or... A Glitter Boy pilot could be equal as successful solving that problem. I mean, don't right? get me wrong. Everybody likes the pew pew, but I think this also goes back to, and I don't want to derail the conversation, but I think I think it goes back to the whole thing. Like, people, oh, the vagabond sucks. Nobody should ever play one. Like, give me that character then. G give and me the, the character. might be able to solve that problem the most efficiently, right? Yeah. Doesn't have to be solved with and a gun every time. Hundreds of thousands of credits of damages to repair on his glitter boy. Well, and, 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 and I hate to say it, I mean, some of this, you know, falls on the game master. You need, mm -hmm. but to me, a good game master is paying attention and deliberately trying to give every player his moment in the game. And and, and a player can't just be be dumb. For for a while, I had a reputation. For, for being uh, in the early days of D&D, of being a killer game master. Because if you're a stupid jerk and you go up against impossible odds, guess what? You're going to die. But are we the heroes? We're supposed to win. <laughs> I had somebody say that in one of my games. Like, uh, Max, like, I don't understand. Like, we get into these fights. We're, we're the heroes. It should end up with us winning. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, like, that totally blew my the... mind. No, you need to. Play you ever seen Star Wars. the? Yeah, I mean, Star Wars. They had to escape the Death Star. Not they didn't beat it from within, yeah. right? So, um, you know, <laughs> then Obi Wan Kenobi gets cut in half by Darth Vader. You know, so um, no, another. I, I think that that's and just another example. Um, I had a game of Rifts we played, and um, we all chatted with the game master before we did it. We wanted to do something that was more Mad Max, and we decided mm. to do it in West Texas, and we said, okay. You know, um, Riffs Roadhogs. No, no giant robots. <laughs> you know, your character needs to fit this this theme somehow. You know, so it was a lot of like, I played a gunslinger, size stalker. Another guy played um, uh, 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 basically like a a guy who is a bounty hunter, sort of that had a power power armor, but he'd stolen it, right? And you know, all these different kind of like fun characters, but that was because we were making the characters to fit the kind of story and narrative that we wanted to enjoy. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. Just like I've had people talk about, they've had great campaigns where they were a dog by dog boy squad. And they were the, they were the, they, they were the, uh, the, the cannon fodder troops that got sent in. You made crafty and, your new best friend. Cause that's his story. He loves that one. His little his yeah. best boy is a dog boy. <laughs> another, another guy, a uh, guy I talked to on, I think it was on the Savage Risk Facebook group or I don't remember where it was, but you know, someone talked about wanting to do a Chai Town Burbs police procedural oh, RP nice. you know, campaign. And there's nothing wrong with that, but that is not high powered, that's an investigatory, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and plot driven 
Burb's tale. Riffs, Dick Tracy. I know people that would actually just say that's not how Riffs is supposed to be. And I'm like, Riffs is everything. What are you talking about? It's everything. literally everything. Absolutely. You can do all kinds of stuff with Riffs. That's why those characters are in there, right? Exactly. So, you know, the nut set, right? Like, you know, you go pull open Collision War campaign. Some of the weakest characters you could build could be the most interesting in mm -hmm. a campaign if you do it right. Well, because, I mean, it depends on whether you're just, and I have no problem with power gamers. In, in, in power-based games, and I, I like to have action and combat in, in my games. And but yeah, I mean, this game session might be mostly, you know, investigating investigating something mm -hmm. or in, in developing some contacts or figuring out the mystery or whatever the hell. And but yeah, ultimately it's going to culminate into some kind of battle because you know my my, my big frame of reference is comic books. And, and action adventure movies and and that kind of thing and so you know in the end you have the showdown right with, with, the, with the big bad guys um so that that's all fine but you need to stop and think about the stories and your characters and give them opportunities to to do fun things and also be flexible to say oh this this player just did something really clever or ingenious mm -hmm. But if I go forward with it, it completely changes what I had in mind. That's okay. Change it. If it's a better storyline, you know, I, I Yeah, I, don't look at it as the player getting in the way. If the player is really getting interacting, up on you, it's right. not if a the player is really interacting with the story elements, that's a good thing, right? Yeah. You want your players to be to be locked into something that they're really excited about. And, you know, one of my tricks is I'll tell them that people have a really creative solution for something or something really off the wall. And I'm like, OK, I'll, I've never thought about this. I'll let you do it once and you can never do it again. Right. I, I do that same thing. I do that exact same thing. Yep. Because sometimes they do something that's so cool. You're like, OK, I'm not going to take this away from you, but I can see how this could be. Yeah. Uh, Nights of the Dinner Table had a, a really good one where I think it was like there was that an orc threw a turnip at somebody and it did like 1d8 damage. So then the game master was like, well, it's only the turnips from this area. Oh. You can't use tur turnips. Don't normally do that much damage. And then they wanted to farm turnips from that region. Sure? Was hilarious. But I mean, that's the way you kind of get around the turnip issue. Mm -hmm. I'm glad I'm not the only one who does that. I'm good to hear somebody because I says I'm kind of known for saying that a lot. Like, okay, you're going to abuse us in the future if you keep going. So I'm going to let it happen now, but don't do this again. Boop, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, let me hit a couple of super chats here because I really want to find out about the Megaversal Ambassador Program. Plus, we started getting a lot of comments about that recently. So uh, first super chat is, uh, thank you, Flady1. By the way, he's also the one that donated to the giveaways that I'm doing as well. Uh, Non-TMNT question here, but uh, but have you guys thought about the theme GM screens, such as Wormwood, CS Military, whatever that other word is, et cetera? Uh, yeah, nautical. Uh, but no, um, the, I would say, yeah, the whole point of a lot of the things we're doing here, whether it's the minis, which, you know, Flames, actually, just so everyone watching knows, Flames got some really great resin minis for Rifts, by the way. If you haven't seen them, go check them out. I see people asking up for it all the time. It's in our it's in our web store. Um Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, miniatures, dice, GM screens, these are things that, again, this is the, this Kickstarter is a window into what we're going to be doing moving forward. Um, so I, I'm not going to talk about specific, like, you know, coalition theme GM screen or anything. Yeah. But, um, you know, you better believe it when we do the Rifts um, Antarctica um, crowdfunding campaign. 
we're probably going to see similar types of options. So um, it's too much snow. I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, I mean that's the, absolutely that's why we're we're slow. We're not. We're trying to carefully push the boundaries while still having it all under control, mm -hmm. and we're making relationships with really great experienced vendors and companies that have been in in place for a long time so that we can keep reproducing that success um you know that's one of our big goals is to work with uh is to expand our offerings in a measured way yeah. over time um with uh with 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 partners that that uh are just top notch and have great great track records so all right, well, Omen, I will ask your question. You'll, you'll hear this in 50 minutes because he said he's 50 minutes behind. <laughs> All right. Um, let me do this one. And then CBK, by the way, thank you for the super chats. Appreciate that. Can Kevin and Max do an Aaron Tarn 20-second commercial? Can Heathen Dog and Sean do a 20-second coalition commercial? <laughs> uh, Col what, what do you mean? I, yeah, well... Heathen Dog promote. Here's the thing. I, I got to say this out loud because it, I think it's gone over the top. Heathen Dog knows the coalition are the bad guys. Right. But yeah. his stick on here is that ah, they're the good guys. You know, you know, right. you know. Um, so so but it's kind of funny because, you know, we push the envelope sometimes with with that uh, in terms of like it would be neat. Because it would be fun if I had a you know, coalition officer's uniform and it's like yeah. join the coalition, <laughs> hunt down rogue scholars. And then you had a commercial for, you know. Join the Rogue Scholar Corps, or there you the, go. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> I don't think I would be good for a commercial, but uh, but yeah, I mean, something like that would be interesting. Like we try to do little things like that for the YouTube channel on occasion. I just don't have time for it. But it's like those uh, those shorts I made after the last time you were here. Each one took like three three and a half hours to make, and I'm like, I did it after work. I'm like, crap, I'm running out of time. I got a whole other live stream. I got to get that stuff doing it well is way harder than it seems you know yeah it takes yeah. everything takes so much damn time it's yeah amazing. we're focused on books and yep. stuff like and then uh, you know close closely related accessories i mean it's like uh I've, I've heard a lot of people say oh i'll just do some i'm gonna do something it's the next uh critical role and it's like you know those guys are all not just voice actors they're all actors who are also really good voice actors <laughs> and that guy's a great gm and they're working with pros and they're, they're and you they know, curate the story. Let's be honest. They curate. I'm not saying script. No, no, no. I'm. But they do curate those uh, to make a better episode for everybody. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I, I when I do a um, a let's play, I make sure that the characters that people are playing are going to match the adventure, and it's mm -hmm. going to be a viable party for that adventure, right? If it's a if it's a skill heavy or a combat heavy or whatever. I mean, you know, or we want to show off certain things. But yeah, I mean. But anyway, my point is just that stuff isn't as easy as it looks, right? The really, really talented people make things look way easier than they are. Um, but uh, yeah, so I mean, that'd be cool, but that's probably a ways down the line for us. But uh, you guys are welcome to do all types of cool stuff. <laughs> Sean, this one's for you. Uh, back to Sean. Just got the email update. O only spotted three minor typos. Can't without an apostrophe instead of can't with an apostrophe. The rest looks good. Can't? Uh, apparently for your uh, update. Yeah. Apparently oh. you missed an apostrophe or something. Yeah, he asked for people to let you know. Yeah, but okay. Well, it's after been 30 more than 30 minutes yeah. now. <laughs> he, to be fair, he actually posted this a while ago. That's my fault. Oh, okay, okay. Oh. Well, I that's all right. It's failure. fine. It's fine. <laughs> hey, you know, our, our, our liaison missed it too, so. All right. All right, let's let's talk about the Megaversal Ambassador Program. People have been asking me about it, and I, I know so, like, 
three million miles away vaguely what it is. What so, so the three questions are: What is it? How do people get involved? And then, what are the rules requirements and so forth for people it's, to be it's, involved? It's not an active thing that we're worried yeah, about right it, now. It's okay. a little defunct. I appreciate people's enthusiasm for that. It's something right. we will definitely be readdressing. So the basic concept was: um, If you like to run our games and you don't mind doing demos or running game events at stores and local conventions or any convention you were attending, you you let us know. We make you a Megaversal ambassador. We give you a T-shirt, um, and we provide like like swag for uh, or, or gift certificates uh, for your games. Uh, and and uh, you know you would run the little events and you know that that kind of thing on on a volunteer basis and. Um, you so know, it's kind of like, a, what is it, Pathfinder Society or Adventure League or yeah, whatever like that was called? Games has a really good program for people, right? Okay. Uh, there's some different companies that have right. some types of stuff. You know, and it'd be people who love our stuff, who talk about it online and stuff. And just, you know, their extra efforts, you know, we would you know, officially call them a Megaverse ambassador and provide a t-shirt. And um, it was pretty good. It was pretty, actually pretty effective and pretty fun for an, a, at least a decade. And then you know, we just kind of fell out of things, lost volunteers. Yeah, yeah when you have volunteers that are central other, and stuff like that, yeah. Other okay. stuff, so. So, yeah, it's something that we'd like to bring back. Um, and I've, I mean, I've talked to some people about it already, but, um, you know, as time moves forward, we're, we have a plan and everything in its proper order. And so at a certain point in the future, we will be relaunching it. And when we do, it'll be, I think it'll be pretty obvious at that point, you know, why we maybe waited till till then to do it but uh but yeah we'll we'll uh that's something that's really we'll focus on more for the future in the meantime i mean that i'm not we're not saying don't go run games for people you know that's part of the reason why we're putting out you know like a titan robotics intro adventure and there's gonna be a team and t intro adventure and go to cons uh one of my buddies john watson he's been uh running uh night bank right so in texas cons like he was just at the long con and you know if you need some prize support for that Please reach out to us on a one 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 on one basis. Um, you know, yeah, you can you go get reach us through the help desk or yep. So call the office. Yeah. So and so you know, um, but uh, but yeah. In the meantime, we don't have anything official, um, and we, we when you know when we relaunch it, we'd like to do it in style, so and not you know half measures. So. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm not going to grill you with any more questions on that. I, I've seen it on your forums. Uh, again, I'm getting chat from like all the venues that I'm streaming to right now where people are asking about it, but I'm going to say, hold off on those questions. Ask Kevin and Sean directly. Let oh, you want to do something? You can, you can, I mean, there's nothing, if people are excited to, to show off Palladium games and run them at cons, go do it. Yes, like, please. Like, don't talk about it. Just do it. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, there, there was no program. I, I, I but when even just, um, before, I think before I even started writing for Savage Rifts, I was running stuff at cons. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, just do it. Like, if you love playing, go run yeah, games. Yeah. And <laughs> talk about it, you know, talk about your positive experiences and what you like about our books online and in the chat rooms and whatever. Yeah, that's 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 yeah. what it's about is just being genuine, excited. Setting lore and cinematic gameplay style. Those are my two things that I love about all Palladium books. Right so simplify we're that. Gonna, we're going to keep one of the things is we are going to keep doing intro adventures with a lot of our um, major releases. So that that hopefully will give you more and more material that you could take out and easily run at a con, right? And that's 
that's an intentional focus to build yep. up that um, library of intro introductory adventures and characters. Awesome. Let's um let's do a second giveaway. Let's see who else can get a Palladium $75 gift certificate. <laughs> that doesn't I keep forgetting that it makes me do that no that and then I have to share it again because StreamYard is weird. And now can I get it almost full screen? There we go. All right, as you can see that uh, Shaka already won. Uh, okay, there's Randy from Biggest Geek. Is his name should be removed from the list. Yep, I don't. So, oh, no, he's still in the bottom. Well, I'm going to remove him then. Remove. So it was supposed to automatically do that, but you know. All right, so he's gone. There you go. He's gone. He's not there anymore. And we are going to do this again. 15 seconds. Let's see who wins. Do, 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 do. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> uh, and the winner is oh, oh, oh. somebody I don't know. Sly. Oh, wait, what? S L Y Sly Blue. Oh, Sly Blue Demon. Okay. E L U D E M. Oh, I'm not sure I saw that person on my Discord, but we're going to find out. A $75 gift certificate. So there you go, Sly Blue Demon. If you're watching, Congratulations. If you're not watching, well, you get a message on my Discord and uh, with the information after I buy the uh, uh, buy the gift certificate. So, uh, Dr. Vile, I see you in chat still. I'm not going to ask your question because the quick answer is this. They're not going to talk about future products. So uh, I, I don't want to waste their time anymore on this. The the last thing I want to do is... What, 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 was the, what, was the, what were they asking about? Uh, combine the three Heroes Unlimited Power books into one big one. Yeah, I'm not talking about anything like that. Yep. <laughs> I'm just curious what people are curious about, but I, I got you. Yeah. Uh, oh, um, something for everybody to know: this live stream isn't going to be taken down after the live stream, unlike normal. This is going to be up in its in perpetuity, and the reason being is because there's like what sixty hours, how forty eight hours plus left of the Kickstarter, and I want this out there. So the last thing, yeah, I want to do. We did the giveaway. Is we're going to change topics one more time, and we're going to promote Kevin for just a moment. So Sean, go away. No. Uh, <laughs> there we go uh kevin's arts and collectibles i saw that this was in the recent update so uh what, what oh. is new and interesting here for for folks to look at and i'm going to put a link to this actually right now in uh in the channels so people can check it out for themselves there we go uh i think i'm on page four because i was looking through it yeah, it's just it's yeah. just a, a little web store that that I have where I'm selling you know some of my old toy collection. Right now, you're looking at a bunch of different collectibles and various pieces of art that are being sold. Um, you know, my old A plus comic book, some gold edition, gold foil editions that are signed. Um, you know, a lot of those books will have uh, you know a dragon sketch in them and that kind of thing and. You know, just a bunch of fun little odds and ends, you know, collectibles. Um, if you get through here, you you find proofs in here, too. Like, I, I don't know if he does it on purpose, but, like, you really have to kind of go through each page because you'd be like, oh, that's in the middle of, like, toys or whatever. All of a sudden, be like, the first ever proof of whatever. And, like, I, I might want that, you know. So be sure to check those pages out and, you know, don't think that, oh, that doesn't seem like there's any more books because you hit page five over here and all of a sudden you're like, well, look at those toys or look at, look at this Riff's dinosaur swamp signed photocopy from 2004, you know? So yeah. Those are proofreader copies. Yep. So yeah. And I'm, you know, Alex runs the site for me, so I don't know if it's, 
exactly why things are organized the way they are or whether it's just eBay or it's probably eBay. But yeah, there's a lot of little things like there were a number of uh, negatives in there and you know, that kind of thing. But uh and you get to see my my eclectic tastes, you know. <laughs> so Yeah, anybody who's been to the office shit. knows, I mean Kevin is quite the collector. Um so it's really interesting what you you might find in here. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I just want to make sure we shouted that out because you had that in the weekly update to, to take a look at it. Yeah. Um, and with that, I we also have... Oh, oop, there we go. We have the sales. Now, you've seen people in chat say a few times the Christmas surprise package sale, but there's a lot more than that on sale. But let's take a look at this Christmas surprise, surprise package first. And for folks who don't know what it is, it's really easy to fill out. You put in here now. I don't know how other people do it. I always put the book name and the number. I don't know if that's necessary, but I just yeah, you know, we, we appreciate that though. Yep. Okay. So uh, I put the book name and number in here. Give them at least ten. Sometimes it's really hard. There's like only six that I want, and I hope he doesn't give me these last four. But I gotta have ten. So uh, put ten in there. Uh, I always say T-shirt, but that's how I got this T-shirt. So thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> I put the Borg on there. It's like he knew. Uh, <laughs> <but> <laughs> Favorite Palladium games and games you'd like to try. That's all it is. And if you want them to autograph, who the hell would click no? Uh, There's always a few people. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> so, uh, you know, comments and suggestions. The best comment and suggestion apparently is to put in there how much you love Legion of Myth and Legion of Myth uh, 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 <laughs> got you back into riffs. There we go. Or whichever <laughs> game you play. But that's so it. We, that's we, we do like to read that. So, you know, yeah, I mean, keep it reasonable, but... <laughs> Yeah. But uh, but yeah, we love to read that. It's a, it's a great way to share your what you're excited about, or let us know yeah. what you're thinking, or other ideas yeah. you might have. So. And if you're lucky, you'll get that snippet put up on the weekly update because you guys yeah. usually put like yeah. four or five of them up there as well. Yeah, so response to it, yeah. or I, and or yeah. I, you know, so. yeah, more, more like eight or ten. Yeah. What? Uh, so William Silva asks, "Well, I know you don't talk about future products, but my curiosity." Ha uh, uh, have these have these Kickstarters made you bold enough to look to your lesser known IPs? As in for what for for more Kickstarters? Uh, I well, mean, yeah, I mean, in general, we are planning on doing more in the future. Yeah, we we and, and we we plan on doing more Kickstarters. We plan on doing more for all of our game lines. Our our main focus are going to be on like the top four or five, which is of course. Rifts, Palladium Fantasy, Heroes Unlimited, Beyond the Supernatural. Yeah, and if you go to the Palladium um, Books website, you know, <laughs> we have the project status page, which needs to be updated, but, uh, you know, we, we, we're we focused on those books. You know, a lot of those are the books that, when we talk about that Kevin, only Kevin can write some of those books, right? <laughs> um, because he has very specific ideas and things that he's, he's working on for those. So, yeah, we're absolutely, um, those are our priorities, but once we get past that, that's, you know what what kevin's talking about those are our general priorities but, but yeah we we want to we want to make sure that we're coming out with new stuff for everything that yep. we can yeah ninja and super spies uh you know nightbane we want to support the whole after the bomb yeah we want to support the whole the whole line you know i i start to add you know game lines because you know when you mentioned just four people are like oh so you're never going to do anything for you know nightbane or after the bomb and it's yeah. like no i just didn't mention it we have like 12 different world settings so yeah you know, and uh, unfortunately not 12 different authors working on one book a month right <laughs> bingo <laughs> right but but you know any success any palladium success helps fuel the rest of the books yes. coming out so you know um 
that's always great. And so we are we are working to very carefully, uh, you know, update our production. And then you're showing a bunch pipeline. of different Palladium products. That's because we have uh, um, our our Black Friday sale actually started on Wednesday. Because uh, we know people are very uh, distracted and focused on all kinds of Black Friday sales. Mm -hmm. And so our Black Friday sale runs through Cyber Monday and, in fact, goes on till Wednesday. So people who haven't had a chance to grab stuff, you know, can, can do so. Yep. Um, so after you back TMNT on Tuesday... After, yep. Latest. <laughs> you can still do the Black Friday the next day. And there this looks go. like yeah, after that, you can get the Christmas surprise package. That's right. Because the Christmas <laughs> surprise package offer runs till uh, Christmas Eve. And I might be mistaken on this, uh, but because there's another page of product. Is this like everything? Is everything it's on? It's not there? everything. It's uh, it's almost everything. Okay. It, it's, it's like, uh, I think, all Rift's products, all Palladium products, Heroes Unlimited, After the okay. Bomb. Uh, I don't think all our, of our horror titles were there. I don't think like systems failure or mechanoids isn't part of it, but uh, it's it's the majority. Yeah, most of our stuff is on You'll sale. You'll find something you want. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I've never asked Kevin this. I asked it to Sean. Uh, I can't remember if it's on Bear Stream or a previous stream of mine. I, I'm just going to bring it up because I can now. This cover, we joke about this cover a lot. And the reason we joke about it is because those of us who have read Dragonlance feel that this this scene right here was literally ripped right from one of the Dragonlance books. The King Priest uh, uh, with the Dragon Orb and Cyan Bloodbane behind him. Now, if it's not true, if that isn't what it was originally for, there's just such a weird coincidence there. But no, I, I, I'm not I'm not familiar with. With Dragonlance. Dragonlance. So. Okay. Well, I'll tell you, that's also what got me to buy the book when I first bought it many years ago. <laughs> Not because I thought it was Dragonlance, but I was like, oh, wow, he's a fan of Dragonlance. Oh, this has got to be an homage or something. So I, so I got it. But uh, anybody who's read Dragonlance knows the scene that I'm talking about. And uh, yeah, it looks like it could have been pulled right from that, the novel. Well, maybe the artist was influenced by it. I, I don't know. Could be, could be. Just had to ask. All right, let's uh, let's get this off the screen. Thank you very much for you know, for what you do with these sales and for the Christmas surprise package. I know we get a lot of comments saying, uh, make, make sure that you know, this is the last time you're on. <laughs> We're like, hey, you can do the Christmas surprise package. Like, oh crap, yeah, we are. Um, and I know they're always putting pictures of the stuff that they get on our Discord. Like, hey, this is what I got from the surprise That's package. Cool. Yes. So I know people are, and, and I know I'm going to get one or two more if my wife allows me to have a credit card still. So. Uh, <laughs> And then I think I thought there was one more thing I want to talk about, but that's all I can think about right now. Let's look at the Kickstarter one more time so that you guys don't have to spend your entire day here. And we're at uh, present. Well, it's like perfect timing because it's almost five. Oop. All right. We're wow. at uh, 1 million 19,000. What was it? Like 1 million 8,000 when we started? Yeah, yeah, it was. And it was, it was only it. It crossed the one million mark this morning around eight, right? Yep. So, yeah, that's. Uh, I think we're, it's starting to accelerate as we approach. You guys, it's you chat. It's all you. It's because every one of you did this. I don't care. Any, anybody oh, watch oh, it, it is y'all. Yeah. You know, never underestimate word of mouth for, mm -hmm. for real. No, it's uh, been amazing. it's been amazing the support of the fans. Yeah. 
Well, thank you, thank you for the update. I do as normal. It won't be six hours, but I do like I would like to talk to you guys after the stream for just a moment. There are a couple messages I didn't get sure. to and, give you before. If there's any more messages, yeah, we're happy to answer any more questions that the fans might have that aren't, you know. I did star a couple more things from chat that I want to make sure I, I do. So that one I wasn't going to ask. So actually, there's only one from a gentleman I think you know, Francois Delochier. Oh, this oh, I'm sorry. This was about the the ambassador program. So. Um, we don't have to ask this right now. Uh, so let me get off the screen. So, and I did the wrong one. So there we go. All right. So uh, I do thank everybody. If I didn't put your question up here, it isn't because I don't like you. It's because I didn't think it was appropriate for what we're covering here. Uh, also, we could spend nine hours on just answering everybody's questions. Uh, and, you know, we've taken up a lot of their time. Uh, Kevin, Sean, if there's any final words of wisdom or advice or, or thanks or whatever you want to give to folks, uh, go ahead and do that now. Else I'm about to run the, uh, the end song here and we'll end this. I want to thank everybody. I'm gonna give them the last word. I want to thank everybody. Y'all have been wonderful. The chat's been just going. We've got a bunch of people watching. Please back this, please pass on the last 48 hours. I know it says 54, but eh, last 48 hours of the campaign are, are like the most telling or, or the, the are the best. So help get the word out there, help uh, get this project to, you know, the, what's the last uh, Kickstarter goal or stretch goal? 1.4. Let's get it to 1.4 million. I, I know that's, that's well, we, we can do it. We can add more. <laughs> <laughs> Two million. Two that's million dollars. So far, so yeah. yeah. Um, no, I mean, uh, do you have anything you want to say? I, I just, you know, Max kind of said it all. I mean, thank you so much for, for your support and, and your, your passion this project and uh we appreciate every one of you guys out there um we love our fans this is what we do this stuff for so uh we're glad you're enjoying it and thank you so much spread the word yeah the last 48 hours can be uh huge so uh fingers crossed we'll see where it goes yeah and I, I know a lot of people are asking about a lot of stuff that's that's very expansive right um <laughs> and um i i, I can't i i just you know, I want to say I'm I'm just more pleased than ever to be at Palladium, be working with Kevin, to be working, you know, with all these great creatives on on this project. Um, really excited for everyone. Really glad everyone's enjoying um, all the previews and everything else that we're putting out, and and being you know understanding and patient with us because you know um, that you know that this can't. We wish I wish I had a magic wand to wave to make everything happen the way I want it to, but. Um, yeah, and, and, and instantly, right? And, and, <laughs> and you know, we got to walk before we can run. You know, crawl before you can walk, right? So, Rome wasn't built in a day. There's a few phrases to throw out there, but you know, uh, Francois asked about you know the ambassador program again and recognition, and we want to get all those things back up and, and strong and running and have Palladium be bigger and better than ever before. Um, but just be patient as we carefully navigate our way through this. I know the team and T thing. I mean, this surprised a lot of people. Mm -hmm. just when it was announced and now you can see kevin and i had a pretty good sense of what might be a good next step secret project uh it's 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 and it's even surprised us and with with how successful it's been but but please do have faith that we are working towards the the end goal of having you know palladium uh more resplendent than it's than, than ever and 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 as strong as ever so um you know uh Kevin's legacy and the legacy of of creatives like Eric Wujic is is absolutely constantly on on my mind 
Um, and uh, excited to be part of the new generation of stuff coming out. So, And I want to add to that, I want to thank Sean, because this project would not be possible without Sean right now. Um, so, thanks. Thanks to both of you guys. Yeah, so, you know, just we appreciate everyone's support, and uh, yeah, if, if, you know, if you see something that you think could be a little better, see what you can do as a fan, right, on that level right now, because we're just really focused and hard charging on, on the really everything that we can we can be for critical uh stuff and uh yeah just uh stay tuned we've got a lot of great big plans so absolutely that sounds great thanks again to everybody and i hope everybody has a wonderful day <laughs>